We are live. Hey guys, uh, welcome to this week's Nerdy Up North podcast. Your favourite nerdy po- podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. Uh, if you're wondering where Sammy is, Donna's promised to let her out next week. <laughs> Something about the basement. She's oh got to finish some bubble tea. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> so, so until then, I'm going to be a host, Charlotte. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we are joined. And joining us. Oh. Sorry, I, I jumped in there. Sorry, my bad. I'll let you finish off there, young lady. Uh, joining us this week are the yin and yang of Team Podcast, Jake and Grant. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> it's almost like the, what happened to the Mario Brothers when they went wrong. <laughs> so that, now, now the argument's going to be who's who's Luigi and well. Jake's going to claim Wario. I'll probably say I'm um, an old and fattened Mario and, and Grant can be oh, Luigi. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fit over my headphones. <laughs> yes, I've always I think we all know I'm told. <laughs> We've got our very own Princess Peach in Charlotte. It's <laughs> 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 all right. It's a, it's a modern day. I'm, I'm sure in uh, wherever the world they, they lived in, there was dyed hair. And like I say, it was probably a disguise to get rid of King Cooper as well. But yes. <laughs> so yes, this week, uh, Sammy is on holiday. Uh, she's disappeared, uh, summing it up with her sister and her mother. And let's just say her mother is quite fit. So hoping to get her mother on uh, the podcast soon. So uh, so Sammy, if you're watching, I tell your mum I said hi. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what episode 69 is going to be, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So we were discussing this before. Uh, we are on episode 61, which is crazy when you think about it. Like the podcast has come along in, in just over a year. 61 episodes of us talking and we're still still talking. Uh, and the lovely Charlotte is our co-host tonight, so she's the one that's going to keep keep us boys in charge. It's like three hair, the hair bear bunch, and and the beauty. So, <laughs> could be like an episode of the Wacky Races here or something like that. <laughs> but yes, uh, we are talking about. Uh, it's, it's not like a top five this week. We're just going to do a general nerd talk on uh, movies that were made from uh, computer games or games in general. Uh, we're going to talk about what we liked, um, what we think worked why we thought some didn't work and uh, what we're ex- excited for in the future as well. And I just want to say thank you to everyone in the chat that's joined us. Uh, I can see Goodwill and uh, Martin are having a merry old time. Um, hope you've enjoyed the soundtrack to, to our starting as well. Um, I don't know if Kev's watching us or is he busy playing on Call of Duty tonight there, Charlotte? <laughs> um, I think he's on Call of Duty. He's probably... You'll probably pop up in the chat to put a hashtag in and then disappear again. No, <laughs> so if we're, Sammy's not here, so he'll not be getting any marriage proposals or anything like that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> um, I'll get the disclaimer out of the way, and then Sammy has asked us to do a little bit. So yep. get the boring bit done first. <clears throat> right. Everything discussed tonight are our opinions and our opinions alone. If you wish to discuss anything mentioned in tonight's episode or any episode, Join us in the comments, chat, or Facebook Facebook group, and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us, telling us our opinions are wrong. We can agree to disagree in fandoms, but let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxicity the toxicity out of nerdism. Well done. You did it. <laughs> Bless you. You're so worried about that. Yes, yes. Here. That is hard to see. <laughs> To be fair, though, we don't make Sammy read that. She decides she wants to read it herself, so it's her own fault. And to be fair, you Probably could have even brought it. Thing. 
<laughs> you could have made up anything you wanted to say as well. You're in charge. <laughs> yes. um, so you get the message out of the way from Sammy. Yes. So this is from Sammy. So, hey nerds, hope you, oh, can I even read it? Hey nerds, hope, hope you all have a great episode. I know the beautiful Charlotte is doing an amazing job of co-hosting tonight. I thought I was missing out on an episode that I genuinely didn't think I could hold a conversation over. But after looking through lists, I was completely wrong. I wish I could tell you all how much I love the Warhammer, Resident Evil, and the Sonic movie, or I've never seen Street Fighter or the Tomb Raiders, even though I'm a massive fan of the games. But I can't, as I'm not in the country. Have an amazing episode. I miss you all terribly, even Paul. <clears throat> Stay nerdy, everyone. Have a great episode. Stay nerdy, everyone. <laughs> no, I miss you too, Sammy. <laughs> even Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and hi, Sam's mom. So that'll be my revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Compliment so, she hasn't seen Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's not seen anything much. I don't know. Like, so, co-hosting with someone who's doing a podcast that, about movies as a predominant thing and she's not seen jack shit. Um, <laughs> but at least she's got a big list now. That's the big thing. But yes, um, just want to say a big shout out to Donna as well. Uh, Donna and Tucky, who took part in the most bizarre challenge that I've seen in a long time. Um, if you're familiar with SunnyCon, uh, please subscribe to their channel and also buy tickets for SunnyCon. Uh, it is a, a Northeast convention. That's that's going to be a bit of a, a fun one. Also, so basically, Tucky, for some reason, don't know why, uh, decided to sit in a bath of bubble tea for 24 hours and he basically nearly died of trench foot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a horror show. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. There's nice. 24 cursed hours on the YouTube channel if you want to look. <laughs> Yes, but uh, like I said, I'm sure Donald will be popping in the chat at any point. But yes, uh, so yes, let's get this started. So, video games that uh, got made into movies. So, I don't know if anyone knows this, but uh, well, Jake probably is because he's probably got these done his homework. What was the first ever game that was made into a movie? I've had just thrown a, a spanner in the works there. As in the first movie that came out or the earliest game. Uh, the earliest um, movie that was made from a game, or based on a game. Is it Double Dragon? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I always thought it was Super Mario Brothers, but you might have a... Like a retro one. Another yeah. fourth early 90s. <clears throat> um, I mean, I've got the dates, like mid-28, <laughs> Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> November, 90, <laughs> November 94 for Double Dragon. <laughs> right. Right. That's so, what I thought. Oh, no, yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Prick. <laughs> Look, all I did was copy and paste a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, because game, like, gaming's been around now for a lot, longer than you expect it's not just like a 90s or 80s thing like a game and started like with pong and and such like with back in like like early early like early 80s and stuff you'd be surprised that more games and stuff weren't ever converted i know they always did like a, a, like a game version of the movie that came out because i remember being obsessed with uh like the batman game for the amstrad 64 and um, like, see, I used to have Back to the Future 2, because I didn't have Back to the Future 1 game, but Back to the Future 2 and Gremlins 2, the new batch games. Them that ones were like, yeah, see, I was obsessed with that. You, you would think, 
especially with the amount of storytelling or like things that went into the games that the natural progression would have been movies but it kind of took a, a little bit longer to like to transition than you thought mm. i don't know if this counts but they mm. made a movie based on the nintendo power glow mm. and that i'm sure that was like late 80s oh the wizard the... yes <laughs> oh, oh, could it... <clears throat> we could even I'm use sure big. that was late 80s Big could be even considered because there's a computer element in Big where he's talking about the, uh, defeating the wizard. Like, you know, heads out, like text based games. Yeah. Um, like I said, that, that was always there uh, quite years. But yeah, because I, I know, like, going, like, I know probably going to it, but like, talking about like, uh, like Warhammer and stuff like that, that um, they, they did actually make like old text type games based on them type of things. So it's a, it is a big surprise that it did take them that long. And as, as you said, I thought there would have been early ones, but Double Dragon, I can't even remember that film. I remember, I remember the trailer. I remember, cause I, I remember, I think it was come out at the same time as uh, the Turtles, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And, but I, I do remember Mario, um, but probably not as fond as Jake does. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've got good memories. I went to the pictures to see Mario, the Super Mario Bros. movie, in, in Sunderland, <laughs> our home home turf. Um, <clears throat> basically, it was like a thing where me, uh, me mom worked nights in like a call center, so like me dad got left with me, and the the thing he <laughs> the thing he decided would kill a few hours was go see all of the the great movies of the nineties, including like Stargate, uh, Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> It was basically oh, like trash, but yeah, yeah, I was there for the the Mario Brothers movie, but I I can't remember what I felt like at the time because <laughs> I would have been like about <laughs> five or six. <laughs> I, I can still That's remember so the disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> I can still remember the disappointment when I first saw Mario because yeah, like I say, I think the biggest disappointment because I I was always a Sega kid, but. Mario was always the game that stood out on Nintendo, and that was the one I was jealous of. Yeah. Um, and when you play on Super Mario Brothers three, it is a brilliant game, and the colours in it is always fantastic. That's always the thing that used to stand out was the colours, how bright and how, um, like energetic and like even the sounds for Mario was fun. And then we got Mario, the Super Mario Brothers film, one of the darkest, weirdest, like just <laughs> strangest movies that you've ever seen. And as a kid. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it starts out well. It plays the Mario theme tune, <laughs> and then there's like, then there's like a weird, uh, a weird like computerized dinosaur cartoon where he's like, earlier got one of the dinosaurs in like a Brooklyn accent and all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I have, I have no idea what they were thinking, making it like steampunk. Um, <laughs> It's interesting to look back on now, though, because now you just kind of think like, what, what were, what was going on in these people's minds when they were just rushing around like a steampunk marketplace, and then Mario and Luigi using like metal, like you know, robot boots to jump around and stuff. Um, but no, like looking back on it, I kind of love it because it's just so weird. I think it was made for adults, um, <laughs> from what. From what I can tell, there's nothing yeah. for kids in there at all. No, no. <laughs> there's a slight element of dinosaurs that they brought in. Like I say, that would probably like I say a fun bit. But Dennis Hopper, Jesus Christ! I know Dennis Hopper was played some weak, wacky roles out there, but as as Cooper was just 
wow that's that's the way i would describe because i watched it a few years ago like, <laughs> i i i haven't done my research this week i haven't re-watched this movie because i couldn't bring myself to do it <laughs> uh <laughs> i know grant's looking very like uh sternly at us i know he's probably like loves this film as well <laughs> i mean it, it's definitely not for kids you know i mean i rewatched this this <laughs> afternoon and i think the kids bit goes out of the window when Yoshi gets stabbed, yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like, but honestly, I... though, Bob Hoskins is good, though, right? Like, like <laughs> Charlotte and Grant have both watched it recently, as I did, like last week or something. But Bob Hoskins is on like top comedic form, like that entire movie, and apparently he was drunk the entire time. <laughs> that that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, you've got Bob Hoskins there, and you've got Sid out of Ice Age. It's like. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. What John Leguizamo? Yeah, he was a he was a he was a clown in Spawn as well, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's done uh, quite a lot. I'm pretty sure he was. Oh, I'm gonna kick myself. I'm pretty sure he was like in some video game recently, and everyone loved his character. <laughs> he's he's definitely made a little return, but yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting play on Luigi as a, a shy little brother who can't talk to girls. It's kind of roughly what they made Luigi, but not in 93. So maybe Nintendo went back and took some inspiration. <laughs> you did Bob, did, I don't know, because like I said, it's been a few years. I can't remember if Bob Hoskins attempted to do an Italian accent or was it just flat out, just Was it just flat, flat out not giving a fuck? Yeah, it was, <laughs> just, <laughs> it was just New York. But again, because right. like, he's English, right? Bob yeah, Hoskins. yeah. yeah he's it's a good accent. He's a Londoner. <laughs> Believable. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. I'd love to see them do um, the GameCube game, uh, Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. But in like the way they've done Sonic mm. now, I'd love get- to see. I'd love. I'd love them to do that. But we're getting Chris Pratt as Sonic next, aren't we? I mean, it's not Sonic as Mario next. Um, yeah. Like I don't have to do in a cartoon <laughs> or a, a, a CGI version. It's, but, uh, it's yeah, it's the minions people. So all it's, right, it's all CG. From what right. I've heard. I don't know. I want to see Luigi's Mansion done like Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've probably seen the smoke and pyramid head coming after, and Luigi just got off. <laughs> but like, but honestly though, like if no one's seen this movie, who's like listening? Like, okay, so it's like they're in the real world, Mario and Luigi. They've got a plumbing company that's going under. They have like a rivalry with like this other plumbing company called the Scapellis. Which they're always shouting about the Scapellis throughout the entire movie. Um, Daisy is a dinosaur egg that was brought to our world and accidentally left, and she's the key to opening up like the Mushroom Kingdom world. Um, and then yeah, they just end up going to the steampunk. There's like crap everywhere, like literal like fungus. It's gross. It looks horrible. <laughs> There's weird like mutant uh, goombas. Which Dennis Hopper does a great Goomba. Yeah. Line. <laughs> um, but I, it's just, it's, it's, it's absolutely nuts. But like I say, like if you're watching it as an adult, like trying to laugh at this movie, it is funny. <laughs> like in that respect, I don't know if that's what they were going for. Yeah, but uh, it was definitely an interesting take. Um, but because I know that they've done the whole like. Uh, like at the end saying hey Mario we need you to come back so like saying they definitely wanted to make a franchise out of this sequel <laughs> yeah it was like oh fuck this is not gonna happen <laughs> 
Yeah, like, and it was like, oh, we need your help. Like, what's happened, Daisy? Like, you're not going to believe it. And then just like, <laughs> cut to, like, the credits. <laughs> um, Wasn't the whole premise as well of they were using, like, a, a de-evolvery de to, yeah. to make people back into the big prehistoric? And that's what the Gumbas and, like, the little dinosaurs, well, the Beetlejuice heads, so we say. Oh, the Cooper Troopers, you <laughs> the mean. Cooper Troopers, the, yes, the very yeah. recognizable <laughs> Cooper, Cooper Troopers. Troopers yeah. <laughs> um, but I, it's. It's nuts. It's gross. Lance Hendrickson is the king for some reason, but he's only in it right at the end to be like, I love those plumbers. <laughs> 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 That's all he says. <laughs> that, as I said, like so with that and Masters of the Universe, but my early childhoods have been disappointed by what a film was and what could have been. Type but I'll tell you what, they did try to get a lot of character names in there, which would have, mm. which would be the thing that would make the kids happy because, <laughs> like. Yeah. Big Bertha, who is the fish from Mario 3, who eats you by jumping out the water, is like that lady in the bar mm-hmm. with like, you know, the the red latex spiky <laughs> bodice on. Um, and yeah, there's like Iggy and Spike is like the two like dumbass like uh, henchmen and stuff like that. But mm. so yeah, they get a lot of name drops in there. You mentioned Yoshi, who's like a like a Jurassic Park dinosaur. <laughs> as <laughs> Grant is getting attacked by a dinosaur as we speak <laughs> but um, but yeah it, it kind of set the set the tone I know Grant mentioned another one early ones um, of the double the, the double the double dragon film um, I remember I, I used to use I was trying to think of the what they used there was like Shadow Warriors or something like that for the double the, the actual movie because I used to love Double Dragon. It was not du- Double Dragon, the game. I used to love that for the Mega Drive and stuff like that. That was a a, a rival uh, Streets of Rage for, um, like I say, play- playability, especially with the double team and stuff. But I, I can't remember too much about the film. I don't know if you guys can think of much about it. Uh, I'll watch it this afternoon, mate. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'll let Charlotte go first. <laughs> I can't remember much of the film. I remember the game. Mm. I, I um, know, I know the movie pretty well um, as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice one, dude. <laughs> sell this movie to us, then, Jay. <laughs> I don't know if I can sell it, but it's basically like your your standard like martial arts movie, the try and go for. But again, it's all steampunk and stuff. I don't know what what the, what possessed them. Because, like, they can't have been working on... They must have been working concurrently, so unless they, like, just had the same idea randomly. Um, again, like, you know how, like, in Double Dragon, there's that huge guy, like, a Bobo or whatever. He's, like, hmm. the first boss. For some reason, they were like, oh, let's just put loads of prosthetics on, like, a wrestler. So he's got hmm. this, like, really big misshapen head. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, like, your, your, your two brothers with a magic medallion kind of, like, macguffin type story. <laughs> But again, weird steampunk. <laughs> yeah, I think it's got some good moments in it. Um, like, especially because the reason that they go steampunk is they've gone um, dystopian with it. You've got New Angeles as opposed to Los Angeles, um, and it's been hit by an earthquake. So Los Angeles landscape has changed. Mm-hmm. And on the imagery side of things, I think they do it really, really well. Um, right. It's changed the route of the river that runs through Los Angeles. So you've got a lake next to the Hollywood sign. And a lot of it was filmed in a really like dilapidated part of Cleveland. So mm-hmm. you've got, you know, like dilapidated docks and what have you for the backgrounds and the live shots and what have you. It's, and I always like dystopia and I like a good cheesy Kung Fu movie. Right. Um, and it does both of them in abundance. And also Robert Patrick gets 
possibly the best line I've ever heard in a movie. Um, his two henchmen come back, and one of them is the the little Asian uh, guy with a scullet who was always a henchman. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, don't underestimate him because he's going to be really quick. That one, <laughs> everybody knows who I'm talking. Yeah, about. I don't remember yeah. the actor's name, but he's a henchman in every eighties and nineties. Is it like? Ke- is it like? Oh, he's in Die Hard as well, isn't he? The the Crunch Bar guy. Oh, <laughs> yes. to say yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, those two henchmen come running in, and Robert Patrick looks at them and he goes. Huey, Lewis, is there any news? Oh, <laughs> my just, God. Every <laughs> single thing. <laughs> oh, damn me. I think there's a part, I think there's like a, I think there's like quite a, a funny part as well where they trap his ponytail in like a suitcase when they're having a fight, like when he gets knocked on the floor, they slam a suitcase Absolutely. down on him. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Brilliant fit. I think, um, talking about, like, like say, in games and stuff like that, because you do have a lot of, uh, well, with any fandoms, you always get the complaints that do come out. The, the, the two big ones, which, like, say, from talking to people and, like, say, from in the past as well, it's either if this, like, straight too far out of the world, the game world, if they make, like, as you said, with Mario, they went too far away from the game, or with other games, they stay too close and it doesn't really move out that sandbox. It, it, it kind of gets, you, you, it kind of spoils us a bit, so it's always trying to find that middle ground with a lot of the games as well. I know, um, like I say, them are the early ones, but like I say, one of my favourites, um, like I say, is probably going to be say, the same as yours, uh, the Mortal Kombat films. Um, I know Annihilation has its problems, but when the first Mortal Kombat came out, that was just absolutely amazing. I, I hadn't like I wanted it to be as as much like the game as possible, and I'm glad they didn't change too many aspects. Um, and they used the characters well, and, and like say they had little like say Easter eggs for the fans as well, which they did carry over in the most recent Mortal Kombat movie. But um, that was probably the more successful like turnaround from game to movie franchise, just because. They knew they were taking the piss out of themselves and they didn't take it too serious, but it was like a fun film to watch. Uh, so Mortal Kombat always stands there as like one of the strong ones for me, especially like say, and as one of the more iconic, well, not soundtracks, but just the one song. And if like say that, that like test your might and uh, and hear it like uh, Mortal Kombat, do, 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 do. Right. as soon as you hear it, you just want to play the game. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's interesting as well because they didn't do what a lot of these have done and tried to get, like, name actors. They just went with, like, martial artists for the most part, which is what you should do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just became legendary just because of, like, a lot of the lines as well. They're, like, stupid action movie lines, but there's mm-hmm. so many, like, good one-liners in there. That's, like, a real skill to, to uh, write those in. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you say, yes, it, it definitely, like, followed the game and took some stuff that was kind of, like, background information from the game like the every hundred years tournament wasn't really mentioned in the first game proper but i think the the writers uh like john tobias and stuff um who's like part of the noob cybot name that's like his surname backwards mm-hmm. um they he like had those like that law like a law bible thing written out like like kind of like a comic series would have where you've got like all your backstory and stuff mm-hmm. so, like but I think like what you were mentioning is an interesting one, how some just stray like way off the path. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there is a thing where they can't actually just like rip off 
like another writer's idea is that why like movie scripts always kind of stray because they're like well mm -hmm. i can't just lift this entire comic book or this entire game story i have to make my own and maybe that's where the waters get too muddy a lot oh, of the time good. yeah it's an interesting but oh like say the certain aspects they might not have rights to or uh, they have to pay extra money if they do in include like certain characters or certain worlds and stuff like that so no that like because if the basic I, 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 you're probably spot on there as well because if they do base it on a game because it's probably had writers on that game so if they do use elements of it surely the, the writer of the game would have to get paid royalties yeah or like become a screen actors guild unionized like person <laughs> instead of all that mess I suppose that would be especially if there's more than one game like mm. with Mortal Kombat and Mario and stuff like that because it'll be different writers for the different games so yeah, so it's like a dot the I's and T's. That's an interesting point. I didn't even think about it in that aspect as well. But because, um, like I say, as us, we're just fans and we just like watching movies, but so we, you don't want to go like know about the nuts and bolts. But we are the first ones to complain when things aren't what we like or what we wanted, which is something that we are trying to move away from with like the whole nerdy up north community which i think we'd, we've done okay with there's still aspects that we need to work on but it's still um like enjoyable to to think outside the box with them type of things but i still my favorite part of well there's two things i loved about the original mortal Kombat: johnny cage fighting goro and he does the splits and punches goro in the nuts is mm -hmm. it's just hilarity you, and that's uh, a crowd pleasing moment right there <laughs> <laughs> it's from the games but yeah <laughs> And uh, just the, like the perfect casting of Christopher Lambert as uh, Raiden, and just having going, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> he's good, uh, Highlander style laugh because he didn't have a fucking clue what he was doing when he signed up for that movie. <laughs> Let's be honest. Here. <laughs> he doesn't actually like move much either. If you watch it, he's normally like sat on something like for all of his scenes. <laughs> he was definitely just having a like, oh, I'm just enjoying this paycheck. This is this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, definitely. I don't but, know, uh, Charlotte, have you watched it recently? Or did you watch it when you were a kid? Um, I think I watched it when I was a kid. We watched the new one again the other day. Right. Yeah. Um, which I still really enjoyed. Um, but I think I've, the one I've seen more recently was Annihilation, because I think we watched Annihilation after, <laughs> after we watched <laughs> the new one, which was a really, really big mistake, because it uh, made it look even worse. I friggin' love Annihilation. It's just, it's like, <laughs> honestly, like, I'm not the biggest, like, serious film fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's face it. But what they did in that movie was what I wanted as a kid. They put all of the characters in. They put the robots in. They put, like, Sub-Zero's brother. Um, they put, like, Mataro, the, the friggin' centaur man in. <laughs> like, Sindel. Rain was in there for a tiny bit. Baraka. Yeah. Um, the, um, you you should watch the, the new animation because they're all in it. All of yeah. them. Everyone's here. <laughs> yeah. but I think, um, I think, because I, I, I think I might, might be on, maybe the only person here. I think Annihilation is an okay movie. Well, it's good up until the really bad CGI when they go animalities and start mm -hmm. morphing into like them beasts, and it's just like, oh, you've just spoiled what could have been a good film. And and I was one of these because um, I I know it came out the pictures, but when Sky started doing uh, movies on demand, where you could pay like. Uh, five quid and see a movie early before it was released um that was one of the ones i paid for so when it got to that bit i was like i want my fucking money back <laughs> <laughs> while i was like sitting there treasuring my videotape copy of like annihilation <laughs> yes i did buy them both on dvd and i bought them on amazon <laughs> as well <laughs> so 
I've, I've made up for it now. I stream this shit out of them, so don't worry. I tell, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you who I really like as well. He's not really in movies anymore, but like the guy that got to play Shao Kahn. He's in like he's like six different Buffy villains. Yes, he's got like he's a big. Yeah, big booming voice. Like he's just friggin' hilarious. <laughs> it's like the entire time. It's like skinny Arnie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, but like you know, compared to us, not skinny. You know. Yes, no, no. <laughs> it's like Arnie lights, but uh, um, no. I think, I think that's one thing that did get the custom quite red because uh, in in two as well because they got uh, Dexter's dad out the TV show to play. I can't remember the actor to play Raiden. Oh uh, yeah. But even he wasn't that like well, he was no Crystal Lambert, but at least he he, he got 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 into the action as well. But the first Mortal Kombat, um, I'm I'm gonna try and pronounce it as, as not because it wasn't Shere Khan. It was the uh, what's Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung, <laughs> that's one. Yeah. Your soul is mine. And that was just amazing. <laughs> that, that was straight out of the game. I was like, I'm living for this now. Oh, he is excellent as well, and like a true martial artist, so they didn't have to like cut around or anything. Because he's been in like uh, Sabri and the Teenage Witch and like Stargate and stuff. As like oh, yeah. he always he always <laughs> knife fights somebody. <laughs> um, but yeah, like casting wise, that they, they did pretty much hit it on the head. But like when you got to Annihilation, you know. A lot of the actors just randomly changed because they obviously couldn't get them somehow. Yeah, and they killed Johnny Cage right at the start because I guess he didn't want to come back. So like, all right, you get your next snapped. <laughs> no Johnny Cage. But it makes sense. So that's the thing because these characters, when you played for the game, not many of them did survive. Like, see, you used to kill them on each thing fatality, but they used to pop up. But um. Like the the new one, the remake that came out like during lockdown uh, was meant to come to the cinemas, but with lockdown happening and uh, HBO Max being the godsend that it was, uh, re- releasing the cinema release each each month on on demand. So us, us Brits got the uh, the snidey copies quite quickly. Uh, thank you very much for that, America. Uh, <laughs> but the the new one, I got a lot of hate, but I really enjoyed it. We we actually really enjoyed it so much. We watched it on streaming um, during lockdown, and mm. then it was the first film we saw at the pictures when they reopened, and it was right. so good on the big screen. <laughs> it really was. It was so good the second time around on a bigger screen. No, I think I pulled down the projector for it because uh, that's when, like, say, lockdown, we we got the projector in and so we're watching uh, the big screens. But it was so fun. It didn't take itself seriously, and like. The guy who played Kano, um, I still can't remember the actor who is, but was absolutely brilliant. He was a, uh, he was in what was this uh, the show, the Superstore. He was played a chemist that was just absolutely like a pharmacist in Superstore, which he was a really annoying character. But when you oh, watch really? him in more, yeah, I've I've seen a bunch of that and I did not like make the connection. If you know what I mean, <laughs> no. Uh, but certainly when you go back, because you think because. Like in the Mortal Kombat, the guy who plays Kano is a star. He's got charisma. He stands out on screen. It's everything he does, even though it's shit fantastic, but he stands out. He makes that film as good as it is. Mm-hmm. So I looked up his stuff and thought, oh, he must be in good, like other stuff. I want to see more. And I realized who he was. I was like, shit, he's the most boring character and not funny character in the show. <laughs> but uh, it just could have been. But I love the little nods in the new Mortal Kombat as well. They've done the whole sweep, the, the sweepman leg. Joke, yeah. <laughs> Which, how many people use that move all the time? I'll put my hand up. I was friends. one of them guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you could do it in Street Fighter too as well. So yeah. <laughs> in the first Mortal Kombat game, you could literally complete everybody up to Goro just using that move. 
Oh, because Gora wouldn't fall over, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally go all the way up the ladder and then all the way up the tag team ladder, and it wasn't until you got to Goro that you actually had to do any fighting. <laughs> We could never beat we could never beat Goro. I never saw Shang Tsung in real life until YouTube videos. <laughs> but the, yeah, the, the new one was awesome because it was like it had like a bit of everything. It didn't have a tournament per se, which I was a little bit disappointed in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like a little a little like kung fu adventure you know like they were like oh we've seen all these weird signs that the, the dragon logo keeps showing up and people have these tattoos all the greatest warriors of like history mm-hmm. and like you had to follow that whole you know like crazy board with all the <laughs> new stories on <laughs> and i think the the snuck in like a lot of like cameo names from like other characters into like that scene and stuff yeah. um it's interesting how you love kano though because like Kano wasn't Australian until that first 95 movie when they just had that guy who was just, again, a scene-stealing piece of shit throughout the entire movie. Um, then but, they made yeah. him Australian in the games, didn't they? Yes, I saw so it like yeah, carried the last over. Couple, like, the last two or three, he's been Australian. It was so popular, they were just like, oh, I guess Kano is Australian now. Because <laughs> it was just a bald guy in the first game in like a white outfit. Yeah. Yeah, he used to shoot his eye and go, ha, 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 Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was after he just done the finishing and he does, thing. he does his fatality in the new movies because the heart rip was like Kano's first fatality and he does it mm. on like the, the reptile lizard, doesn't he? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> It's interesting that the franchise has evolved like that, though, because like the first Mortal Kombat movie is just essentially Enter the Dragon. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's face it. That's why yeah. they get it so right because they they cast fighters and they go here's Enter the Dragon with some funky costumes. And as Mortal Kombat progressed, obviously you started to get story modes happening in it, so it became less than just beating the crap out of each other. And the second movie starts to try and pull in so much lore that the later games, you know, the the 3D ones and what have you, where you got to properly walk around. Um, you know, it's more than just shout outs to gamers, it's shout outs mm. almost to the writers that have made Mortal Kombat more than just mm-hmm. people hitting each other. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> who that who really, really loves playing the Mortal Kombat story modes mm-hmm. on the most recent ones. I know I did. The Mortal Kombat X one was phenomenally written. Mm-hmm. Um so you yeah, know, the, the movie's just kind of extending out from that, and I loved that almost like they're going to op- occupy the same universe. Multiverse? <laughs> I, was wait- I-, I was waiting for the multiverse comment. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know if anyone's seen it. It was a few years ago. I'm trying to think. Like, it was Because uh, there was rumours that they were going to do um, a web series. So they've done a few little episodes um, where it was pe- like showing them around the world and like assassins were going was going around the world taking out uh, the fighters, but it was like proper bloody, proper violent. It was going to be by the, I th- I'm sure by the same makers who started Cobra Kai, because Cobra Kai started as a web series, um, because Mortal Kombat was going to be the same type of thing that they were going to do like 15 minute episodes. I think they're still online now, uh, so again, yeah. check them out. They were really, really well done, um, but I think that got cancelled for them to make these movies, but. I'm sure they're going to make a second one because they've left it open now and yeah. they've developed the characters now. It's going to be interesting to see how like Sub-Zero and stuff like comes back. I know they're going to be like the Hell Realm and stuff. So, Well, he's he's Noob Cyber in the, the Mortal Kombat lore. The original mm. evil Sub-Zero comes back as like the Black Ninja Noob Cyber. Right. So, yeah, he's I coming think, back. <laughs> I, think that was, I think that was kind of hinted at um, Cause, at yeah. the end of the last battle. He kind of like 
faded slightly. Like, like all this colour goes away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Quan Chi will be bringing, bringing him back before we know it. <laughs> I love Quan Chi as a character. Um, <laughs> did anybody, you're on about the web series, did anybody see the weird little, um, I, I, it was like an independent one? That I was gonna bring. Pilot. I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, I'll like, let you go for it, Jack. Go for are it. Are you sure? But um, <laughs> yeah. Paul, Paul will absolutely love this. It was like <laughs> they just did like a, a five ten minute short where mm-hmm. it was like these like policemen investigating like a murder type of thing. But yeah. like what they were gonna do was like make the characters like real world and like mm-hmm. like I, I mean I like the magic and stuff, but there were. They were doing it like it was like oh Doctor Baraka who's like replaced all of his teeth with like metal shards and stuff. You know, oh like, shit! I I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was kind of that was an awesome idea. I'd like to see that as an offshoot if they want to go like you know try and make some stuff real. But it had a good vibe. Like, <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I think, I think that's the one Kevlogs because I think mm. and I could be wrong. You'll come and tell me Michael J. White's in it. Yes, he's like one of the policemen, but I yeah. guess probably yeah. Jacks or something. But yeah, yeah. Because like a villain of villain of the week, like Mortal Kombat series would totally work. <laughs> it would, but that's the thing. I, I don't know if they were, was advertising the new Mortal Kombat game or something like that when they brought it out. Because um, what, what are we up to? Is it Mortal Kombat 11 or 12 now? It's 12. 12. Was the last one. Jesus, and they're still, they're still milking that one as well. <laughs> but we've had some interesting ones because we've had Mortal Kombat versus DC and stuff like that, and they've brought in like movie characters into the games as well. So there's plenty of potential for crossovers if ever ever want to see like say uh, Batman like goes into the multiverse and ends up in like the Mortal Kombat tournament that I'm all for that if Robert Pattinson wants to tie up with uh, Scorpion that would be quite yeah. interesting if to they see do, <laughs> if they do Infinite Crisis just have like Scorpion in the background somewhere and I'll be happy <laughs> um, but yeah like the Mortal Kombat 11 actually reset the timeline at the end sorry spoilers but they basically they did a thing where like time got erased. So like if they do more games, it'll just be completely new. Technically Liu Kang's the new God of time. Well, yeah. Well, I th- yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, I think like say with the Mortal Kombat ones being such a success and probably, I know they've been like, like I say, I think they probably won the best fighting games. We'll move on. Uh, on the ones that probably wasn't so successful. So we see Um, <laughs> John Actually, Van Damme I've got a I've got a good segue for this because the original Mortal Kombat was supposed to be John Claude Van Damme was supposed to be like Liu Kang technically, right. um, but he he dropped out last minute. <laughs> what? Yeah, he, they were they were going to digitize. We all just made the same face. <laughs> they were going to digitize John Claude Van Damme and do like a fighting game, but uh, he pulled out last minute or something, so the Mortal wow. Kombat was born. Right. Um, but yes, uh, Street Fighter the movie is it Street Fighter? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that. That's that's friggin' amazing. <laughs> Cho- choices were made with this movie. <laughs> yeah, like I, I know quite a lot about this movie because there's like an amazing like oral history uh, article on Polygon.com. You can probably still find it. Um, but yeah, it, like. Van Damme was on coke the entire time. He was just going off party, and it was filmed on location in Thailand. So he was just disappearing for days on end, like right. and coming back. Um, but I, I don't know what was going on with that. Uh, Raul Julia sadly was like very, very ill and took it as like a paycheck. Plus, his children really liked the games, mm-hmm. so 
he had to like suffer through that in like this giant like bison costume which mm. had like you know like to bulk him up a bit yeah. but he he knocks out one of like like an amazing with that script like an mm. absolute top class performance like his like his monologues <laughs> are like the highlight you can probably oh no he was the best thing in it like say but they made some choices with characters that you thought was just absolutely mental like what they did with Blanker and uh dal sim was just just ludicrously crazy it... oh yeah dr dal sim and carlos <laughs> Blanca. <laughs> But I'll tell you what was popular in the nineties: people getting turned into mutants against the will. So like they were they were just trying to pull from like you know the zeitgeist of the time. <laughs> very true, very true. Maybe so. Maybe Turtles uh, Two: Secret of the Use has got a lot of problems with this one as well. Um... Yes, it was very like Toker and Razor, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, like I said, what one of the the geek the Queen of Geekdom is in this as well, like. Ming Nya Win as uh, Chung Lee, which when you look back on it, is like she hasn't aged a day. She still looks the same, which is just absolutely crazy. But it's like she's she's done it. She's done a time doing shit like Street Fighter, and now she's basically uh, lording over us, being the Queen of Geek. Definitely, uh, but she's never stopped doing some like fighting and stunts, which is amazing considering mm-hmm. how long she's been at it. True. Very true, but I was watching um, it last night, and I was just like Mulan. All I could hear was Mulan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's interesting because, like, the that that's one where they go way away from the games, and kind of hmm. in a, in a way that kind of makes you feel like cheated because, like, nobody, like, barely anyone's got the costumes until like the sort of like third act or something when they all go yeah. into like the bison compound, yeah, and they're like yeah. dressing up in the. Oh, like here's the white, here's Ryu and Ken in the the red and white. Like finally, like after like an hour or something, and no no fireballs, which is weird. Like no special moves particularly. Oh, they do. One of them does the uppercut. Yes, actually, but... Uh, but yeah, but it's not like say the only and they do uh, was it in Bison with magnetic shoes to fly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that... <laughs> And then Guile does his, uh, which is supposed to be the All-American, but they've got, like, say, Van Damme playing the All-American hero. <laughs> oh, his, his speech, though, like, when he's just like, we're going to kick Bison's ass <laughs> so bad. <laughs> the next Bison wannabe's going to feel it. <laughs> and it's got that weird, like, snooty uh, English guy from Ace Ventura in who's, like, trying to shut down, like, Guile's private army thing like i guess it's like an offshoot of like the u.s army that's it and he's like oh you know we don't have the budget for colonel guile anymore <laughs> it's absolutely oh. nuts and one of the like surprise cameos that well it's not a cameo she plays quite a big part you don't actually realize it. it's cali minogue's cami yeah <laughs> Just, just absolutely. I do, mate. I'm I know. waiting to talk about that woman's thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Grant. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, she was only in there because she was flavor of the month in the pop charts, wasn't she? And was like, mm. let's get her into something big budget. What will we do? We'll stick her in a leotard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I should be so lucky, 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 lucky. There's some thigh. <laughs> apparently, apparently Van Damme got lucky on set also. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> what, with Minogue? Apparently so. We'll oh, probably, nice we'll probably one, never dude. tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so it 
it, it's 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 one where as a kid you're super disappointed because you're like this doesn't look anything like street fighter nobody's doing moves i mean sagat looks like sagat even though he's mm. in a suit most of the time yeah. but again that actor's mint whoever plays him I've, he's 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 got some martial arts chops he's only um, about my height though man sagat's enormous and that yeah. dude's like five foot fucking three yeah <laughs> he's just got that like he's got that like gus freak type of look to him where he's just like you know stoic and like but honestly the stuff they do with bison is friggin hilarious when he's yeah. got those like bison dollars and he's like they'll be worth three british pounds once we <laughs> kidnap their queen and stuff like that um there's what there's one excellent joke in it as well which like you know you, you laugh at the rest of it but there's a part where they set up this like truck with loads of explosives to come towards like bison's camp and like they're watching it on a TV screen, like roll towards them, and like Zangief goes like, "Quick, change the channel!" Oh, <laughs> like, God, oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, like they turn around and it's coming towards them, and they're yeah. like, yeah. like, "Eh." <laughs> but um, what was it? Uh, wasn't E Honda like a, a a cameraman or something like that for a Hawaiian cameraman? cameraman yes. Yeah, it's just, just crazy. Yeah, but like I said, as you said, choices were made with that movie. I went to the cinema to see it, and like I say, I was like. All excited and yeah, <laughs> I got I got even sadder. I got knocked back from the cinema for being oh. too young to see it because it was a fifteen. <laughs> gotcha. but, uh, um, I, sorry, I didn't realize there was a second one, but it's animated. Was it a sequel? I thought it was just I knew they did an animate, but I didn't know it was if it was actually called, a sequel. It's called Street Fighter Two. I, yeah. I, I thought that was based on the game though, because Street Fighter Two, um, that was the main game that we got. We never got Street Fighter One. Grant the... will probably know this as well. The Street Fighter Two anime is famous because there's a Chun Li shower scene, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, Vega, where Vega attacks her and she fights him off in a towel. But yeah, you, you do see full cookies, Paul. If you want to Google that I later, I, no, no, I remember. It. <laughs> um, I was a teenage boy when this came out. Remember? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen it, but Kev was like, oh, you need to watch it. It's really good. I understand why now. <laughs> yeah, and also it inexplicably ends with, like, Ryu walking away, like, after beating Bison and all this stuff. Then Bison just shows up behind him in a truck, uh, like, driving towards him, like, you know, like, Terminator 2 style. It freeze frames, and then Korn starts playing, you know, like, the, the new metal band Korn, and it's just like, okay, that's how you want to end this. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, there was an actual movie, like Street Fighter Legend of Chun Li, in like the 2010s, roundabout. Um, yeah, I have no idea if that's any good because yeah, I was like, "What'd you call her from Smallville?" Hmm. I yeah, um, yes, I can't yeah, remember her name. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, the, this is a franchise <laughs> that the, they've not really hit or know how to handle, but I don't think. It would lend too much. I know a lot of fighting games they've tried to do. I know that I watched a few years ago the Tekken movie when that came out. That that was horrendous. Like I know I don't like shitting on things as much, but Jesus Christ, I can't. I remember watching it. It was it wasn't that long ago, but I can't remember a single thing in it. No, it's that, completely forgettable. <laughs> did, did that come out about the same time as the Legend of Chun Li one? Were they around the same time? I, I think know, Tekken I was first. So it was. It wasn't. It was called Tekken. The, the was it the Iron Fist tournament or something like that. Yes, which like that... Tekken. Tekken is like friggin' amazing. Like that mm. should be. That should be easy to turn into a movie. Yeah. But I think like 
No, uh, Charlotte, you're kind of right. Tekken came out like a few months after Legend of Chun-Li. So yeah, they were kind of like <laughs> riding together on Rival. that one for some reason. <laughs> um, but honestly, man, Tekken would be just so friggin' easy to do something fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like movie makers are scared of tournaments for some reason. But like, who doesn't love a tournament? <laughs> who doesn't love a fighting tournament? But if you do it well, like say they did it well with uh, Hugh Jackman and what was it, the robot one? I know it's not a, com- yeah. like, a game, but um, oh, uh, um, real real steel, real steel, a fun movie. Just like say stupid that shouldn't have worked. But like I said, again, a lot of things. But and remember yeah. a part in Shang Chi, like in the like the fight pit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it had like Wong and like Abomination. It's like, mm-hmm. that's like, just do that. Like, that's yeah. fine. I don't care if there's a story. <laughs> Say it over think... the room. Do like probably yeah. 80s style film though. Like, all like, it, like proper old fighting games. Like, what was the one with Clint Eastwood uh, where he used to fight? No, no, fighting game. We used to, it was it every which way but loose where you used to like always doing the fight fight bits and stuff. Like, uh, no, that had a, a, a orangutan. That might be the reason why these films don't have an orangutan. That could be the reason why they're not working. <laughs> you want an 80s way of doing it, man. Street Fighter, obviously the big problem that you've got to navigate is all of the stages are city to city all around the world. At least in Mortal Kombat, they're all on the same damn island. So mm-hmm. they make Street Fighter like the littlest hobo. Right. You've just got Ryu, and then at the end, he walks off, and he comes and walks up into the next town, he walks up into Tokyo, and he beats the crap out of Honda, yeah. and then he walks off, and he gets off a plane in Brazil, and he beats up Blanca, and so on and so forth. I mean, the, you're joking, nice but easy. like, there's there's tons of art of Ryu with a little, like, hobo bindle. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> he literally is like the traveling warrior, like, traveling the world so he can be the best. So yeah, like like yeah. you say, Grant, it's friggin' easy, just do it. We don't need stupid story. <laughs> Say that maybe all... tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> writes itself. <laughs> exactly. So, Charlotte. I think when it comes to fighting games, studios think we want to see more than we actually do. We literally yeah. just want to see people beating them, beating each other. Up. <laughs> That's it. And we just want all the characters name dropped, like no matter how uh-huh. stupid they are. Like we just want to see it. <laughs> just, just give them a reason to fight. Like say they're going to take the farm away. They're going to like he's going to lose his children. Going to lose his wife. Doesn't then... even have to be that that in depth. Like oh, he called him a dick. Fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, Hayachi threw his son into a volcano, therefore tournament. <laughs> but I think but who, do, who doesn't want to be called the king of Iron Fist, though? Like that, that title alone is worth fighting through a tournament of death. Definitely. But um, I just remembered like the Tom Hardy one that came out, not to Warrior as well. It was like a tournament UFC style done well. But again, mm-hmm. just pit brother against brother. But this one, like Tekken, just be father against son. Same type yeah. of like essence, but yeah, no, good idea. Um, I think a lot lately with certain a lot of the modern one modern computer adaptations, they are getting it right more. Um, like say for example, Sonic being the big one, uh, like you know a big image where a stupid idea, but like say it shouldn't work in any way where like I say a future like a CGI hedgehog running around at full speed trying to and Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, perfect casting as, I hate Jim Carrey, but he was absolutely amazing in this film, and it's just so much fun and so entertaining. Yeah, because when this first, like, got started talking about it, it sounded awful, like, oh, Sonny's going to hang around with Cyclops from X-Men, <laughs> and it's like, oh. <laughs> oh it but... doesn't look much better either. No. Oh, yeah, the original trailer, that's funny, that's a funny story. 
That was great, though. Like I said, the fan power. I don't know how much. Well, it's a lot of like it depends what side of the fence you're in. It's either the biggest publicity stunt ever done, or they generally fucked up and went shit. We're going to lose a shit ton of money. Spend a bit more to make it look like the actual cartoon. Because why would anyone want to do a CGI hedgehog that looked like a like a something that Jim Henson had? pulled out the garbage pun because it was it was absolutely terrifying the original sonic when the the didn't give him proper eyes and like give him like like really weird features but then like a real hedgehog which is yeah. like that's not what we want <laughs> and then the same guy that did that is the one that put the buttholes on the cats in the cats movie <laughs> <laughs> not sure if that's true or not but that's the kind of mentality we're talking about he yeah, sat like... there and he thought yeah, this is the details we need <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah. someone had to spend like hours of their life CGIing away of the buttholes <laughs> yeah. or maybe there's just like you know he did like control find and delete on butthole butthole.exe <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> Trust the conversation to go into cat buttholes. I don't know. It's not this wholesome type of conversation, but yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, so- Sonic is really fun. I I agree. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, as a film, it it had a bit of like Roger Rabbit tile feel. Like say, not using the same type of effects, but um, like crossing over from the the world of fantasy up until like modern world as well. And as I said, you can imagine Jim Carrey going up shit crazy trying to go after this this blue hedgehog. Um and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I absolutely love this film. And I know and I know Charlotte you've recently seen number two as well. I haven't seen that one yet. So how does the sequel fare up as well? Um the sequel's good it is, I think when we went, we were very aware that we were watching a movie for kids. I think being right. in our mid, mid to late 30s, mm-hmm. we didn't appreciate it as much. But right. there are loads of like little throwbacks to to the, the original Sonic games. And there's some absolute brilliant one-liners that only the older kids, well, the older kids, but only like the older people going will get. Mm-hmm. Um Knuckles' voice was confusing, right? Because <laughs> it was a uh, it, was it was... Idris Elba. Yeah, so you, so you had Luther voicing uh, a, 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 yeah. a, a nasty hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, he's an echidna. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit odd. It it didn't quite fit for me mm. because like Idris Elba's got quite a quite a distinct voice. It's right. it's quite deep and. It didn't quite work. Did he play it like comedic at all? Because he's he's got some like comedy chops on him. Because he's been in like Pixar movies, like Finding Dory and stuff. He's funny in that. It just kind of sounded like Idris Elba for most of it. There's a, there was a couple of lines at the end where it was a bit funny, mm-hmm. but he just sounded like Idris Elba, which is what. Um, I did love to, I did love Tails. Tails yeah. was voiced by. Tales from the games. I can't remember which games, but oops, one of the games. Yeah, like the 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 three D one. Like oh, right. it's yeah. been it's been the same woman voicing Tales for like ever. So they actually yeah. paid for like the real person to come back. It yeah. wasn't Tara Strong, was it? Don't think so. She voices so. everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, so yeah, it was it was good. It was probably a little more childish than the first one. Right. But it's not always um, a bad thing. Like say, I say, I, no. I know, but it depends what mood you're in and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. if it's just brain off, sit down and enjoy, it it could be one of them films that where... It is literally just a bit of silly fun. Yeah, but sometimes that's that's all you need in the world at times. But I, I'll tell you yeah. what, though, like Sonic's like hardcore fans are very happy with it because it goes into like the the awful games law, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, like the the whole like tale of Knuckles is in three technically how like he's tricked by Robotnik into like you know helping him, but mm-hmm. really it's just yeah. a trick. Um, and then like at the end of like the the Sonic Two spoilers, um, <laughs> like the reveal the reveal Shadow the Hedgehog with the whole lore about him being created like fifty years ago. Apparently that was like a Andrew Garfield moment for like the Sonic weaves. It, it was. It was brilliant. <laughs> Like it um, came no. on and I was like, it's Shadow. Am I going to have to create a rule on the group of saying that not let to talk about Shadow the Hedgehog like I did with fucking Spider Man again? I'm not having I think, that. <laughs> I, I would like that as a blanket I mean, rule just forever. <laughs> no, no, just no, no talking about Sonic and his horrible friends. I don't care about a big cat, cream the rabbit, Amy. I don't give a shit. Keep that out. <laughs> that was it rude. was. It was quite nice to see the. Um, the emeralds being used more in the film for this one. Right. Oh, did did you get a did you get a supersonic as well? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> we need. Um, so that was good. Hmm. Um, oh, class! I'd like to say that that was yeah. all I played the games for was to get supersonic. So I'm over the moon with that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know as a kid that it was just like a, a Dragon Ball like Goku ripoff because like mm. Dragon <laughs> Dragon Ball was out in the eighties. But honestly, yeah. that that whole oh, what you can turn golden and get spikier like that's just peak character design for me. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, when I was a kid, um, getting supersonic without cheating was the best day of my life. I'll tell you that. Especially like, as we said, we played uh, Streets of Rage last week. Uh, last week yeah. was only a few days ago, um, <laughs> and we're, even playing on the Mega Drive now, there's no save points. So when you die, you fucking start the game. So imagine doing that as Sonic the Hedgehog trying to get them emeralds. It was the most frustrating thing as a kid. Then you could run out of chances because you had to get like one in each level. So if you were like, if you were failing, <laughs> you'd run out of levels eventually and just not. You could have six Chaos Emeralds and you'd be stuck. <laughs> Definitely. And you always had to start again. That was always the thing. Uh, I remember uh, getting it on Christmas Day and uh, taking us about a month to actually get Super Sonic. Uh, I completed the game pretty quick because, like, well, if you play the Sonic games now, they are the shortest games ever. Um, most levels you can do within 30 seconds, which, uh, other than the water levels, which are the most irritating because you have to just like, go slow and ca- get them bubbles and you hear that noise, was it? Do, 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 do. used to have nightmares about that. But, um, yeah, in like... the second film as well, actually. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, like the the evil music. <laughs> the oh. music's not in it, which I was a bit disappointed at. But like the water bit with the bubbles is in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great. I do. I do love that the films have been responsible for a bit of a like a resurgence in Sonic. Mm-hmm. Like all the kids are playing everything. Like Laura, her um, her little and Bobby is mm. obsessed with Sonic at the minute. My niece. <laughs> came in yesterday and she wanted to watch Sonic. Mm-hmm. So I do love that. And it's it's like, it's original Sonic that they want to play and stuff as well. So I do love yeah. that. I oh, yeah, don't want to play any of those anime games that came later. <laughs> yeah, it, it's always the, it was always the colours, it was always the sounds. Like, see, um, 
<laughs> no wonder so many of your kids are always had a, a, a epileptic fits when they were back then, <laughs> especially when you go to the, the casino levels, like see all the flashing oh, lights gosh. there, Jesus. Um, and especially when you, because I bet you as well, did anyone else do this when you used to play Sonic with your uh, drive? You used to go around loop loop, everyone used to go like this as well with your, with your game pad. <laughs> I'm sure, I, I'm, I'd say I couldn't help but follow them. Um, I'd say letting all my little secrets out now. But uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting to see where they go in the future for like Sonic mm-hmm. 3 because technically they've jumped ahead and done Sonic 2 and 3 in one movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now. Now they're into the dregs of Sonic Adventure. Actually, Sonic Adventure 2 was where they added Shadow. So, you know, it's probably all downhill from here, if I'm honest. <laughs> but wasn't, wasn't there a Sonic co- uh, comic as well? I know there was a cartoon, but I'm sure there was a comic. So uh, I was getting a bit of lore yeah. from that as well. Archie Comics. That was what half of the cartoons were based on. It's still oh, going. It's like an ongoing series. Oh, we'll have to ask Holly in the group to see if she knows anything about it. Whether I used to work from uh, for Archie's, True. getting the plug in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think Sonic would have happened if it hadn't mm. have been for the success of Detective Pikachu. That's what I was going to move on to next. Because um, <laughs> very good segue, very good segue there, Charlotte. Um, <laughs> to be fair, like doing a Pokemon movie with realistic Pokemon sounds amazing, but throwing the fact that you get uh, Ryan Reynolds in there in the mix as well to voice uh, a Pikachu I could not make this good and it, like they made the Pokemon so well that they like how cute were them as well like every single one of them was the most adorable things yeah it just made you want to see more because a lot of them were just like on screen for like a second like there was like a Snorlax block in the road mm-hmm. it's like oh I just need more I need, like, I, need, <laughs> I want to walk around the city I want to look at everything uh, Mr. Mime was terrifying though and, um, yes. <laughs> in in my when I did a quick Pokemon stream on Saturday um, uh, Lanky in there brought up that there's like they basically do like a torture scene on him like you know <laughs> to try and get information yeah. from him it's pretty horrifying <laughs> Um, Detective Pikachu is an interesting one though because it's not as out of left field as some people might think because it is a DS game that Detective Pikachu with a talking Pikachu Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that whole story about his dad dying is in that game and stuff like that but I don't know I just want to see more I want to see like you know Pokemon like tournaments Mm. going on and crap like that I want to see Ash (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing they could bring in Ash catch him like did he catch them all uh, did we ever find out? Nah. Uh, <laughs> you only caught like nine a series or something. <laughs> no, and, then, to do... and then they kept on like introducing more, didn't they? So he's never yeah. more. <laughs> that was always the thing. That's, that's where Pokemon lost me. When I love, like, say, the original list, and then all of a sudden these magical new ones appeared. It's like, wait there, how long has these Pokemon been around? And all of a sudden there's about another 200 that they've just never seen, but all of a sudden they're just everywhere. It's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've never really got around the explanations for that one. Multiverse, multiverse island we've not been in before. <laughs> Me, look at the size of that spider. <laughs> spider chew. But um, it's an interesting one. I know it's going to be, like, say, a weird question here. But what was your favorite Pokemon? Out of like out of the original one fifty, yes, because I know you've been playing the game a lot. 
I've been, yeah, I've been playing the second one with all the guys that you hate, probably, for being yeah. too new. Um, but no, um, I, I've i got to go back to Bulbasaur, because that was the first one I picked. Uh, Pokemon Blue. Charlotte? Look at the thought process. Charmander. I mean, I like Weedle as well. Sorry, shout out to Weedle. Is he still on your mic? Oh, he's on your mic there, I can see. Oh, yeah, it might not be on the little circled so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah charles is charmander what about you grant yeah. Man, i have no interest in pokemon whatsoever the only <laughs> way you're gonna get me to watch a pokemon film is if they do a dark version of it where it's like a fucking cockfighting ring i want to see pokemon meets mortal combat i want to see pikachu tear a fucking cartoon dinosaur's head off and Feast on what's inside. Like, <laughs> further, I, 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 I thought you were going to go some, with some fan fiction with like Misty and like uh, Team Rocket or something like that. Um, like, see, getting it on, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> fine, Grant. Since he didn't answer, you get Mr. Mime. <laughs> He's your favorite. <laughs> no, it's too scary. <laughs> what about you, Paul? Yeah, probably Squirrel. Like I said, yeah. it's like really what you saw. I'm going Squirrel, Squirrel. Just reminds us of Donna now with us, so that's why. <laughs> it's nice how we stills from the Pokemon porn. No, <laughs> Google Pikachu. You don't need to watch the whole video. Just Google images of the Pikachu from the Pokemon porn parody. I guarantee you, it is the stuff of fucking nightmares. Oh, wait, this it is, really, really is. This has come back to me. Yeah, I think I have seen that. <laughs> yeah, of course, you have. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> To be fair, uh, Danielle's just come on the stream there. She, she said she wants to see the dark version as well <laughs> in the chat. Right. See, so, I don't want to see any of those cute little guys get killed. <laughs> <laughs> to see Jake rock in the corner said, please don't hurt them. They're not no, all my Jigglypuff, friends. No, Jigglypuff, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. But I, just, just to, as we're on the subject of Pokemon, just shout out to like our Nerdy Up North Twitch. I am playing a playthrough of Pokemon Crystal, which is like the second game series. And I'm naming every all the Pokemon after the hosts and anyone who's in the chat. So it's been fun. Charlotte's a Togepi. Uh, Paul is a Spearow. Now a Fearow, you evolved last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so well done to you. <laughs> all about this. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> after we went a bit dark side. And, um, to be fair, though, I did get my internet search did get a bit funny when we did the charity stream. When you try to get an image for Jake's hour when we done Mario versus Sonic. Uh, he asked me to find a, 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 an image of Sonic and Mario embracing. And um, when I took, put that into the Google search, I got some in, interesting images that I've never forgiven Jake for really as well. <laughs> I mean, at least he didn't get pregnant Sonic with Mario's child or anything like that. Yes. <laughs> M-preg Sonic. Um, but if you want to go dark and gritty... Um, Resident Evil was quite a famous video game mm. movie in uh, 2002, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> the height of new metal, I would call it, 2002. <laughs> Which yes. has just had a remake as well. Well, mm. not just last year, maybe. And apparently that's terrible, more in line with what a video game movie is known to be. <laughs> it started out really well, um, and then just kind of, yeah... I heard they made a Jill sandwich joke in like the first five minutes. <laughs> oh, it's just the, the Resident <laughs> Evil. But... It, it started really well, like the first half. 
mm-hmm. was really good. You could see what they were building it to. Yeah. And then it they just rushed the second half. So it was like, all right, that just happened. <laughs> sort of thing. I mean, so, yeah. That's, the the that, casting that... wasn't great. Yeah. That's a little accurate to how the Resident Evil games usually go. Like, they're cool for, like, the first few hours, and then at the end, everything just flies out the window, and you've got machine guns, and there's anime and crap everywhere. Um, But I quite liked the first one. Like, Mm. I don't know, did anyone else like that, like, the first Resident Evil when it came out? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's quite a good segue, that, because, like, going from Dark Pit Pokemon to say, like, what kind of works with the gaming movies, like, when they've done the horror ones, like, the horror films versions, it kind of got a new level as well i know they kind of ruined it with the many sequels but i'm with you jake the first resident evil was a pretty was a decent horror uh, especially a zombie film it was done really well like um having the whole like waking up in the mansion finding out like information about umbrella and how uh basically the like the virus caught out and then, like I say, with the tease at the end, saying, I'll get him to the Nemesis project at the end. Spoiler, sorry. But, um, <laughs> like, the whole little things, it was a creepy film. Like, that little hologram of the girl as well was was done, like, with really, really good effects all the way through. Um, I know when I originally saw it, I think I got the, the pirate video before it was released, Um it didn't have all the special effects finished, so it still had like the boom mics in the shots and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so that that was always like putting off. But um, my favorite scene in that is the he's like a famous actor. He's in a lot of things now, especially in moment, but he's like a British one. Uh, when he's in the 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 hallway and all the laser beams coming at him, and he's dodging them. And to the point where they all just come at him like in a grid and you decide, oh, fucking, you just see him fall apart. <laughs> I thought that scene was absolutely brilliantly and well done. But Mila Jovic was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Looked stunning all the way through that film as well. I think like I first heard about it because of the Slipknot music video as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. For my plague. <laughs> but sorry, Charlotte. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to intrigue that. That one of Resident Evil's. I, I think I would, I would liken two to like it's on the same level of, as Alien versus Predator. Mm-hmm. It's in that realm of like kind of okay actiony, funny kind of thing. But I, I, I had it on DVD. I quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think maybe they took it a bit too far when they started doing like after three. Yeah, or oh, when they start going like, uh, like when that zombie crows or something like that. I can't remember. But, like there was zombie crows that was attacking them and it was like this is just utterly ridiculous like when they like went all mad max and stuff and they, they bought like everybody back and mm. was it the last one when they bought everybody back uh, I get, I'll, I'll be honest I've, I've, I stopped watching yeah. after a certain, <laughs> a certain long um, it stopped yeah. becoming about the entertainment it was just about who, how how much of the like the games they could fit in or which characters they can get in, that's when I think it started being less fun. Uh, what was this? Was the second one Nemesis or was that the third one? Where they had the like no, the bad. Was... Yeah, second one was Nemesis. That's it's like it's the, again they like skipped over the sort of mashed Resident Evil two and three together, but left mm-hmm. out Leon for some reason. But Jill was in there. Jill Valentine, like the the game's first character. She does that like stupid thing where she comes through the church window on a motorbike and like backflip kicks it into like one of the, the liquor brain things and then yeah. shoots the gas tank and it blows up. 
That's a good entrance, though, <laughs> but it's very silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it, but um, like with that element, uh, it kind of lost. It, it, it went from horror to action, to for me, because yeah. like the first one was a very much a horror movie, and all the rest came after it was like action slash horror. So where the action come first. And it was, I know when with the Nemesis that had this really clunky, they didn't use CGI, but it was one of the first time it had no. like a clunky suit, suit like it was like the Toxic Avenger uh, going down mm-hmm. the streets, uh, being shot up and just kind of like demolishing stuff. Um, it, that, like I said, that lost us. But the first one, I think, as a standalone horror film, it, it's a, it's well done. Um well acted, which you don't say much for Mila Jovic since I think you can't really say that about many of her films. Um, that she's made, she she is brilliant in that role, and especially like the other characters that play uh, the parts as well. Um, but I, I I could go back watch the first Resident Evil and just hope and pretend there's nothing that follows it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's well documented as well that uh, Mila Jovic's husband directs them, and it's kind of like just. At this point, he's just making movies for her to star in. It feels like <laughs> that nobody's enjoying apart from them. I guess he's from no. Shields. Is he? Yeah, man. Mila Jojovich's favorite uh, food in the world is Greg's chicken bakes. She gets them <laughs> shipped specially because uh, the guy that directs them is from South Shields. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut to Paul in the back of the Greg's van, like in a <laughs> bottle of chloroform. <laughs> I'll just get like I say a cameo just to say multi pastos. That's all I'll be happy with. Die happy. But yeah, but yeah, like I say, that franchise did peter out. I've not seen the new one. I know, as Charlotte said. Um, it gets mixed reviews from like say, people, but again, I haven't seen it, so I, I can't really comment. But when it comes to like game, uh, like games changing into like movies, like horror wise, my favorite Silent Hill. I think they get the tone of the game down, and I think they made it so much like the game as well that people who aren't a fan of the game didn't quite get it as much. But I absolutely yeah, love it. Absolutely, and, yeah, man. It's just I mean, the first two games. Oh, sorry, mate. No, no, that's fine. Go for it. Uh, you know, because the, the first two games are such a head fuck as well, mm. especially for the time that they came out. You, you know, the, there's a backstory, but the the backstory is very much like you know, kind of a Twin Peaks sort mm. of scenario. Um, you know, the, the how can I put it? Silent Hill was one of the first games that kind of built itself a little bit of a universe going on in the background. You know what I mean? Oh, Resident yeah. Evil had a story that they needed to direct off, but Silent Hill had actually started to describe what was going on in broad enough of a fashion for anybody to get in there and make it what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And that first movie, it's, it blows you away. It's yeah. so bloody good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's not one of my top 10 favorite horror films of all time, but it, Mm-hmm. Sorry, just exactly what you were saying. It gets the tone so right because the only tone that you need to get right is confusion. Yeah, and it's bleakness as well. Like there's no yeah. ha- there's no happiness in that film. Um, even like bits where you think, oh, where the hero's going to get away and stuff, it's barely. It's just, and at the end when you find out she never really does, it just leaves you in that state. It's like fuck, and that's yeah. just. 
like there's never any hope throughout the entire film which is rare (laughs) um but like grant's hit that like perfectly about the games like the, the games are similar in that there's there's rare like there's rarely any hope or like any kind of like every character you meet is slightly off it, it like twin peaks you don't know if anything's real you can't tell if this person is real are they just a ghost like are they actually your companion or are they just like fucking with you the entire time so yeah they definitely they hit that nail on the head and i think they use some of the same music as well mm. which fans will love because it's like but yeah i remember the soundtrack being cool in that that movie as well it's very hard to watch now though like it's not on any streaming or anything i think you've pretty much got to buy a second-hand dvd at this point <laughs> yeah it's, it's even hard to pick up on blu-ray or dvd as well so I, I don't think it got much mm. re- release but um I, even the characters in it like well the monsters are meant to be scary like the monsters were scary in the game but kind of embellished them like the nurses how fucking freaky were the nurses in the actual film compared to the game they, like because i know when they got done the sequels to silent hill they brought brought them in more but the aspect mm-hmm. when you see them you were like fuck and especially when the barbed wire and stuff like that starts going out um but pyramid head like a character like pyramid head should not fucking work it's it's the most ridiculous thing when you see it but soon as you see him and you hear the sword scrape and you think fuck 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 it actually scares scares yeah. you and grant will be a fan of the the entire torso skin rip that he does <laughs> that's just freaking he throws the and he throws the skin at the church door it's just like <laughs> such a iconic horrible like gory moment but yeah. i totally man it's the those aren't the kind of games that you win they're the kind of games that you survive yeah just barely and um the original silent hill games again to just kind of be able to branch the universe they had alternate endings mm-hmm. <clears throat> um i think the first one had three and the second one had something ridiculous like eight which right. for a playstation one game was a crazy amount of mm-hmm. branching to be able to do for a game that was so uh, visually diverse mm-hmm. um you know there was a lot going on in it which is why <clears throat> it's why they kept the mist and um, the mist was originally there so they didn't have to animate like kind of too far ahead of the guy so that they could keep the you know the the dialogue going and all of the different thing mechanics going behind the game mm-hmm. um sorry I can, i'm just kind of going off on one there because i genuinely love the series and <laughs> no, i love the movies <laughs> no, no, yeah. that, but that's what we want to hear though that's the thing it, we're not, like, it's, it's interesting here it's, i love hearing this take of it as well because everyone i spoke to when i've talked about this film says it's shit i'm like how can you say this film shit i just don't understand yeah, like, it, it takes like the right approach like we were sort of hit we're sort of dancing around it at the start where instead of instead of trying to make it their own, they basically just did, like, a greatest hits. Because, like, Pyramid Head's not in the first game, and the first two games have, like, male characters that you play who are looking for, like, daughter and then wife in the second one. Uh, there's a there's a woman character in Silent Hill 3, so they kind of mashed all of it together. Um, but, yeah, like you say, like, Paul, like, the creature design is, like, sick. Like, that, that torso that just, like, boffs out, like, toxic mm-hmm. goo. And it's just like I don't want to look at anything in this movie. And like in the horror, when when the air raid sirens hit and the the world yeah. starts like melting away to like the bad side, mm-hmm. like it's just like oh I want to get out. <laughs> like I don't want to be here and watching this movie. That's why you. That's why you like you're in the game though as well. Because as soon as the, like the things went, your shit. It's shit's going down. 
I've got to get to safety. And that's what you're like in the movie. You're like screaming at the screen saying, hide, get away. Don't stay in the same area. Um, Because yeah. you knew what was coming. But I always thought that was one of the aspects that they've done really well there. I don't know if uh, Charlotte's seen this one. She's been very quiet there. <laughs> I have. Um, I was going to ask what people thought of the second one, actually, because I didn't think the second one... I didn't think much of the second one. Like, Because hmm. I'd, I'd seen the first one, I really liked the first one, so I went, yeah. to, like, went to see the second one of the pictures, and it, it felt a bit flat. Yeah, I think... It, it felt like very, it very much felt like a sequel for the sake of a sequel. If it had just been a standalone, I think it probably would get more acclaim than it does now. Possibly, I think. Yeah, I think tone wise and stuff, the sequel moved away, and they tried to like add the thing that the first one didn't have. They tried to bring a bit more hope into it, and um, like embellish on the story a little bit more. But yeah, the second one was a bit of a miss. I I still like to think of it as a, as a standalone first one because of how like when I watched the first one, how I felt afterwards, and I didn't need an extension to that story. It doesn't have right, any. Though, think... Sorry. Sorry. No, no, go. I, I think you were right, though, Paul. I think what they did with Silent Hill that made it so good was they knew that audience and they made the film for the mm-hmm. audience. And that audience was the people who played the games. Mm-hmm. They didn't worry about whether or not people who didn't play the games were going to understand it. They just they made it for the people who, for the mm-hmm. fans of the games. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what studios try to do. With so many like game adaptations, especially they try mm-hmm. to make it for a broader audience instead of mm. just focusing on the core, which yeah. is where it gets a little bit lost sometimes. No, it's a good point. Good point, and especially with like these type of ones, because I know with, like well, the last episode we done was about cult movies. These are cult games, um, and they have their own core following. So if you change too much, they will come back at you, and I think that kind of happened with the second one a little bit where they moved away from aspects where they didn't need to but uh, as a whole I I still think it's a watchable film just doesn't have the same impact as the first one I know very little about it but is is it kind of just like a regular cheap horror movie that you might stumble upon on Netflix like nothing special about it is that what you (laughs) say? Pretty, <laughs> pretty much it just goes by by the numbers what rather than like throwing you like what Silent Hill the first one does well when you think you're safe you're not safe when you think it's moving in one direction it throws you in the other one where the second one is kind of predictable at times you can tell when the jump scares are coming you can tell when basically you're going to get a breather you can tell when um like the twists going to happen and stuff like that. It, it's basically like a horror movie by numbers, which sometimes it's sometimes that's okay. But in the universe that you're in there and what they've done for the first one, that's why the second one felt like a bit, like I said, could have been, should have been, maybe shouldn't have even been made. Probably not. Kill a vibe there. <laughs> That horror genre there, you mentioned the cult movies, and of course there's a horror movie from around about the same time uh, that was a game series that even the king of cult movies couldn't even save. I tried to watch Alone in the Dark this afternoon, oh. and I lasted about <laughs> 20 minutes. And you know, even with uh, Christian Slater yeah. in there, being Christian Slater, the god that he is, there is 
there's nothing that could save that film at all. It is appalling in every sense of the word. That's that's yeah. one of the ones done by a director. It was done four or five. Maybe uh, do, uh, Drew, no, Ubi Ballers, Ballers, yeah. Is that you? Oh, is that is that? Yeah, he did uh, Blood Rain as yeah, well. It just haven't worked, but he keeps doing them. It's um, yeah. it's actually a, a basically a tax scam because the the government for where he lives will give him money to make these movies. Um, but yeah, he's famous for actually boxing his critics, as in like if people say his movie shit, he's like, fine, why don't you have a boxing match with us? <laughs> and he's kicked, the, he's kicked the shit out of like an actual movie critic one time <laughs> in like a televised match. Um, but I, his, his movie style is like very, very B movie, but not mm. in a fun way, like in an offensive way where there's like, it's constant like stereotypes. It's did obviously he jokes. DOA? He thinks funny. Oh, sorry. Did he do DOA? Uh, I, think, I think so. I'm not sure. I know he, he like see when he makes when he makes a movie, it's like a badge of honor how bad it is. Um, yeah. so it's it's kind of like if he gets if it gets any positive reviews, it's like oh, it's like a slap in the face for him. But um, I remember I, I was looking through a few lists last night of like video game movies, and there was lists of like good and bad. And mm-hmm. On the bad list, there was always like four or five of his. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think he'd done a he'd done a version of Postal. It done um, that was one of the games he'd done. Uh, I'm trying to think now. Two seconds. Uh, it was definitely like Grandsire's Blood Rain. Um, Blood Rain was one of them. It might have been a Blood Rain sequel as well. I can't remember. In the name of the king. There's two. There's, two, uh, there's a um, the th- Blood Rain the third. Right, he did. All in the dark. As well. the dark. Yeah, Far Cry. Um, <laughs> Oh, that was awful. I've like I haven't seen these movies, but I've seen like people review them and play clips and stuff. And again, I'm pretty like I said, the tax scams. Like literally, there's no <laughs> ifs ands buts about it. He's just doing this to make money. And as Charlotte was saying, the worse they are, like that's how people are gonna see them. If you're like, oh, there's this friggin' terrible video game movie, he's gonna get more watches than if he makes like a mediocre or like passable one, <laughs> like with all of his skill. So he just doesn't try. <laughs> I think the first film he ever did in the superhero one was House of the Dead. Can you remember the old like the gun one where you're shooting? It it made that then Alone in the Dark, which again I still don't. As Grant said, I've tried watching the past because I love Christian Slater, but I still don't understand what's going on in that film. Even to this day, I like I watched it before and I was like, I was one of them where uh, it came out and I think I picked up at the same car boot sale and. I thought, oh, a class Christian Bale, uh, not Christian Bale, Christian Slater, tick, uh, a horror movie, tick, game. I used to like the game. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Now I sat there watching it going, what the fuck is this? But... Is that the one with Tara Reid as the scientist as well? Yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> and she sounds like either bored or really stoned when she delivers all of her lines. <laughs> but it, it's, it's one of them where, well, a lot of these films, they it's hard to watch. Dialogue is terrible, but as as Jake said, he's famous for doing these. How bad he is now! So he's made a career out of it, which all play all power to him. But fuck me, Jesus! Um, I wish I could get paid for like. Um, give me a budget. Give me a camera. I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure I can do a job. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Just without yeah, a budget, if you start that's making all. In, if you start making intentionally bad podcasts, I uh, won't be a part of it. <laughs> Just, um, just all our bad ones are unintentional sorry <laughs> i guess like one we need to touch on that i thought was bad at the time was the angelina jolie tomb raider movies right yes like, I, I just thought like again they mm, they were kind of related to the games as in she at least looked like laura croft but yeah. i think they just went way off pace with like making their own story and I think the end of the first one is it like her and Daniel Craig like fighting outside of a pyramid, and I'm just like, mm. what am I watching here? <laughs> uh, yeah, it it was it had Tomb Raider in everything look wise, just not in attitude, not in intelligence. That was what it was. Is it was it was this film was basically to get Laura uh, Angelina Jolie to cosplay as Laura Croft. That that's. Yeah pretty much the premise of these films because the games were the probably the most intelligent or clever cleverly even cleverly written games that was done at the time especially for like the playstation and yeah it was probably the fun the first games as well where you had to actually think you couldn't just go through the numbers you had to actually work things out and use your environment and to me the films didn't do that it was like look at my hot pants look at my shorts uh, I can I can jump out of this building. I can run. I can fire a gun. Oh look, I'm in the mansion. I'll I'll lock the butler in the um, in the in the fridge, which we all did. Um, I wouldn't be happy at that man. <laughs> and if I if I remember right, it was like there wasn't any like real puzzle solving. It was one of those movies where the main character just knows the answer to everything. Like they'll go in the room and be like, "Aha." Uh-huh. I remember this. <laughs> and then they'll just solve the puzzle immediately and you're like, oh, well, thanks. <laughs> the crazy thing is, though, uh, Disney made, uh, well, the best Tomb Raider film ever, but it didn't star Angelina Jolie. It starred Nicolas Cage. Yeah. The National Trevor's the National Trevor's movie are Tomb Raider, just with Nicolas Cage as Laura Croft. Yeah. They are not it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you think it's the Matrix's fault as in everyone was doing like slow-mo like futuristic action and they were like oh t- video games are futuristic we can buy the Tomb Raider license it's the same like, I think that they try and do sex cells like remember when Supernatural first came out I know we talked about on the podcast <laughs> Uh, when they done the the whole marketing campaign at at scary got scary got sexy, <laughs> so uh, I think it worked. Was... I was going to say I'm laughing, but it worked, didn't it? <laughs> but you're still there. But uh, but yeah, that, that was the whole thing. The, the thought they didn't need it. The thought because Angelina Jolie looks amazing as Laura Croft, hands down. Like you see her, it's perfect. I thought that's the film. That's all we need, and. People, people wanted more, and these at, at that time, especially like I say, with what we've had in the and the, the Laura Croft like franchise, when the games are better than the actual movies, to the point where you think this film makes me feel a bit stupid for enjoying it. Yeah, the, there's a lot of them. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it almost felt like they were kind of telling the audience what they wanted to see, sort of like, oh no, you don't want to see. Lara Croft being Lara Croft and solving things. You want to see Lara Croft 
in tiny shorts running through waterfalls and doing all mm. these stunts, which is yeah. what that fan base wanted. But the thing it is, was spawn sequels. We had, uh, we had two. Uh, like I say, the second one was Circle of Life, was it? A Creator of Life, um, which was even worse. It was just Laura Croft falling out of things at times, just not falling out of the top, <laughs> unfortunately. But yes, I did go there. Uh, <laughs> um, but the thing is, though, adventure films had come along so much. Like, fucking hell, we've had Indiana Jones, one of the greatest adventure films ever made. Stay, stay at the same premise, just don't treat the audience like the stupid. And Unfortunately, they did, and that's why I did. I, I haven't watched the new one. I'll, I'll put my hands up. I haven't watched the new one, so I can't really comment on what the new one was like without Angela Jolie. Was um, it? Was... Have you guys seen it? I think I have, but I don't remember a lot about it. But it's if it's anything like that reboot game, it's probably like sort of gritty, you know, like survivalist more than like you know, pretty action hero. <laughs> It is a little bit, they give her a little bit more of a humble backstory. Um, but kind of what you were saying earlier on about the criticisms of the mm. puzzles and that kind of stuff, they definitely incorporate the puzzle element into it with a lot more um, <clears throat> tension, shall we say. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, there is a puzzle where you've got to get through a door and a puzzle where you've got to solve a bit that has clearly been ripped from uh, Last Crusade. Um, and it, it does keep you like, oh, 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 are they, are they, are they, which was missing out of the original trilogy, shall we say. Um, it, it does it well. Um, it's not special, but it gets the job done um, mm. more akin to, it's like a cross between the new games and the old games, because there's some bits in the new games, apparently, that are very gritty and a little bit difficult to stomach, shall we say. Well, um, uh, the new games turned into a survival horror film, a bit like the style of Resident Evil and stuff, um, rather than the old puzzle things, which worked worked quite well. But yeah, yeah, you basically get impaled on like a stick at the start of the new one, and you sort of limp around, like gets the shit kicked out of her for like the first two hours you're playing. Um, so people were a bit surprised about that, but I think that the old games had that where you would like fall in spike pits and do ridiculous mm-hmm. stuff but um yes. i'll tell you one that i did enjoy that was real stupid rampage the, yes with the, with the rock in <laughs> to be fair though the rock can make most things he made the two fairy fun so uh not doom though <laughs> doom. Oh. i believe i believe charlotte's seen doom recently how does that hold up <laughs> we watched doom we watched doom last night um mm. and not only does it feature a very young Dwayne Johnson, it also features a very, very young Carl Urban as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was filmed It was filmed it, from the first, like, third person as well at times, wasn't it, where you're, like, behind the gun? Just at it, the end, isn't it? it we, we were talking about it last night, and that in, in all sort of, like, game movies, they all try to fit in a shot that is directly mm-hmm. from the game. Like, in Hitman, when he's walking down the corridor... Mm-hmm. You get that shot in the film. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really get that in Doom, right? You get like a glimpse of it right at the end, and I think watching it again, we realise that you don't really get it. Like you think you do, but you don't. And mm-hmm. it's also really, really dark. Like you don't make out a lot of the creatures and things. It's just sort of a lot of mm-hmm. jump scares where you don't really see much. 
Yeah. So it didn't. I'm, I'm glad we watched it again, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't really like if somebody had to put it on, had to put it on and said, "I'm going to show you this movie. You've got to guess what it's based on." Yeah, I wouldn't have said it was based on Doom. Right. But that's that's like I say the problem that you had. It's just like sticking the name on. But wasn't this probably the one the rocks? Like I know it wasn't his first film, but like say it was one of his early ones, wasn't it? Um, like after the Scorpion it might King. Have been his first. Oh no, Scorpion King was first. I think it was probably because because it, it was this. It was just after Scorpion King. Because wasn't Get Shorty as well one of his first like early ones? Um, oh, he's, he's much younger in Doom than he is in Get Shorty. Right, Doom two thousand five. If that helps you figure it out, <laughs> so um, you're still laying the smackers down, was he? <laughs> I, well, I'll tell you, like, I'll tell you what's like weird about Doom. It's another one where, like, like Charlotte was saying before, like, I think the creators thought they were like smarter than the gamers because they were like, oh, we can't make movies out of these like old Doom games with all the demons in. Like, that's stupid. Nobody wants to see that. We'll we'll pick Doom Three, which is a very dark game, so that's probably what made the movie dark. <laughs> and the monsters are more like real, like sort of body horror type of things, which is why you have those little weird dogs that he kind of like chainsaws like towards the end. No, definitely, like but alien type things in yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that was the whole premise. But I think Jake hit the nail on the head. If you're going to make a silly, like a game and like the premise is silly, make the film silly. Rampage, giant yeah. monsters knocking buildings over, um, and like see, so you had a giant gorilla that was like one of the most lovable gorillas ever ever made. Oh, uh, George, George, <laughs> and uh, like I said, giant was it? A, was it a crocodile or something he was fighting? Yeah, that's Lizzie. Yeah, it, it was like a Godzilla in the game, and then mm. Ralph is the wolf in the game, like a wolf man. But that was just like a bipedal wolf. But like, so it, w- it wasn't exactly the same because like the Rampage game is people turned into monsters. Because when you would lose your health, you would shrink back down to like a little naked person, and they would kind of like sheepishly walk off unless you put another uh, fifty pence in. Um, <laughs> but it's. It had the fun. There were man-made creatures, so it wasn't. They didn't do some like ancient, like you know, they didn't rip off Godzilla and Kong and all those movies. So it had its like sci-fi elements still. But yeah. yeah, like like you say, it was just big and stupid, and you you know the big corporation was the bad guy. So everyone can enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. And like I said, The Rock actually sh- showcased that he can sell a movie based on that film as well. Because as I said, anyone else that wouldn't work. And then you got The Rock fighting and. Uh, with the gorilla and stuff like that, it was just hilarity ensured. But uh, <laughs> I think that's when you you realise what kind of a, like the star power the Rock does have when he can sell the Rampage movie. <laughs> yeah, very different Rock from mid two thousands, but he got there <laughs> definitely. But um, I, I think going forward as well, the, um, I know that I think we've talked previously. Um, about a few adaptations that's coming out or due to come out, I'm very excited about the the HBO one, the the Last of Us, and uh, that's uh, on its way. Like the casting, that looks phenomenal. As I've said it before, I think this is going to be the new Walking Dead, not the Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. Uh, when it comes to HBO, like selling point, just because this does have a lot of mileage, and if they do it right, and the, like 
going through the that that world because especially like I'm not going to talk about the Last of Us too because I'm still not over that yet. But uh, the Last of Us was my go-to game. It's still one of my favorite games I've ever played. I don't know. Are you guys as excited as me for that one, or do you know much about it? I've definitely played the first one, um, but I hadn't heard much about the TV series. But it is a hell of a story. It's going to be bleak as fuck, though. Hmm. Um, but like you say, Paul, I can imagine it being the kind of thing where like it'll become a bit of a household name, and then people will be like, "What's it based on?" Like how nobody really knew about the Fire and Ice series. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sorry, Charlotte, I cut you off again. <laughs> I haven't played the, the, the second one, um, but I always preferred watching the first one being mm-hmm. played rather than playing it myself. So I'm really excited to see what they do with mm-hmm. the TV series and the cast. Yes. The cast they've got pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. I think the only, only I know she's probably, well, I know, sorry, uh, he's probably a little bit old for him now, but uh, Elliot Page would have been. Um, like I say, when he was like like round playing Kitty Pride would have been uh, the perfect look point and, didn't, and view. Didn't they use that sort of image of Elliot Page to sort of design the the character around? I think no, because she did the hard rain. I think that was the based oh. on, but, but the character was someone else. But it, it looked very much like her. But uh, like him, sorry, um, but. Again, that would have been, I think, per- like just pushed the casting that much better. I know you can say you can't get perfect, but yeah, like say I've never been broken off a game just a- after the first like five minutes, like the opening. Like I had to turn it off and sit down for a bit just to uh, get over it. If they do that in live action, fuck, I'm I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you- they really should recreate that because that's like the mo- one of the most famous parts of it, isn't it? <laughs> mm. It's like iconic. I don't know, Grant. Have you played this one? Or I've, I've very rarely turned my PlayStation on, mate. So I haven't played them, but I've heard nothing but good things and seen nothing but good things. It sounds like it's right up my street. Um, mm-hmm. Just the thing that worries me about something like that that has had so much kind of cult fandom, like you said with Game of Thrones. <clears throat> It had the potential to be absolutely wonderful, and then the fans got on top of it and started demanding too much mm-hmm. of things that they should have really bided their time with you know, yeah. everything i understand from last of us is that it's a similar to what we're talking about with silent hill there's no hope it's bleak no. it's despairing it's dystopian it's mm. nothing but a heartbreak yeah. um so if they put too much hope in they've got a chance of destroying it before it gets going potentially but i think if it's anything like the game it's all it's going to be all about the relationship between mm. the two characters um, because at the start, like I said, not to spoil it, because um, I know you haven't, if you haven't played it, I, I know you might have heard it, but I don't want to spoil it because it's magical and gameful. Oh, and <laughs> it's it basically the premise is um, like Walking Dead, zombies are, are, are kicking off, but the, the start of the game, you're playing his daughter and you get, out, get her out of bed, like fire sirens and everything's going off, and she's in the house and she's looking for her dad. And she's like, the house is empty. And she's like, walking from room to room. You learn the controls as you do. And then he comes running in saying, uh, get down, get down. As Something's happening. And they pick her up. Um, we've got to go and meet someone and put her in the car. And you're still the girl. You're looking around and you're seeing 
houses like cars exploding, uh, people chasing people down the street, eating them, and she's like saying, "What's happening? Why is this person doing that?" And he's like, "Don't knock, don't knock," and they get to the point where they can't move anymore. So then you've got to get your daughter through um, like a little bit of a town, and then you get off in the back road, and basically, um, he's and her are going to be okay, and then someone like a police officer or an army official stops him and shoots and kills his daughter. And that's the start of the game. And then it goes on credits. And literally, you're, you're sitting there playing the game. This is a character I've just gotten a little bit invested in, a little liking. And now she's gone. And then you, it's like a few years later, and you, you're playing Joel, the father. And um, basically, they've, they've got to get this other little girl out of the city, and he wants nothing to do with it. And it's basically their, their relationship building and stuff. And it's bleak as fuck, but it's just like, it's one of the best wrote games. I'm not doing it justice, trust us, but it's just perfect. And the zombies are fucking scary as well because they they evolve as well. They're not just monsters. Like like they turn into like clickers, so almost like kind of like organic. So the faces come off, and you've got like uh, you can hear them. So you've got to make sounds and go and everything. Like if they do them half as well as they've done on the TV, um, like in the game, it's going to be. Absolutely terrifying. Grant Grant will know about this because he's into macabre shit. It's um it's based off that uh, fungus that like possesses an ant body and like controls it basically. Um, that's what's happened. Like cordyceps or something like that has like infected the human species. So like people are being controlled by fungus, and that's why they evolve. Like there's there's like huge ones later that are just like covered in you know like a fungus buildup and stuff so you get like a giant a giant hulk monster version mm-hmm. so yeah like for tv they could definitely have some fun moments just based off like mechanics alone and then add in the story mm-hmm. they could do but yeah i hope i hope i hope it is good because a lot a lot's riding on it shall we yeah. say <laughs> to like be said, good true and like i said the end bit in the game i like to say well, i can't wait for them to bring that in the the story in to that show when they've got the cannibals in there as well because there's horrible nasty disgusting things and it's just like if they do it as well as they did in the game wow that that's all i'm going to say with that <laughs> there's, there's very little that they need to change story-wise to make this no. work as a tv series just embellish it so us, mm-hmm. yeah in in theory it should be just as good if not better Mm-hmm. In theory. In theory, but yes, we've always had like, to do. There was, a, there, was a re- there was a really good DLC as well. That was kind of like the story of Ellie just before the 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 real game starts. So like that would even be like a fun couple episodes. Like Charlotte says, the the blueprints there. It just mm-hmm. depends whether the the writers mm-hmm. are like, no, my story is being told now. <laughs> True. That's the thing. Unlike unlike Game of Thrones, they don't have to make it up as they go along. It's all there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, certainly. And just stay away from number two because I'll get mad. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I've never been so angry at a game just for making choices. But uh, yeah, that's the one I'm looking forward to. Also, as well, I know me and Jake were talking about when we were twitching on uh, Friday, Streets of Rage, the, uh, the movie. 
Now that yeah. is going to be quite a. a <laughs> oh, I hope it's a side it's side scroller as well. And you can order like a, a, a drone strike from your police car any any place you are. That'll be entertaining to see. <laughs> if if we don't get a police car on mm-hmm. the boat, then I'll be really disappointed. <laughs> Shoot a <the> bazooka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I'll um, blaze, blaze in a little red boots. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just want to, I just want to see a grand upper. If I'm honest, like Axel's special move, and I'll be happy. But I don't know, I don't know. Hopefully, this will be like exactly my kind of movie. Like if they do like an '80s throwback and yeah. like keep it all neon and have the music, like I'll be happy. If it's just a like a martial arts, like oh, this guy is bad. Let's go punch him. He stole our friend or whatever type of thing. Mm-hmm. I really, I really hope they don't take it too seriously. I hope yeah. it's just cheesy fun because that's mm-hmm. what the games are. And I hope the actions it like need to be anything more. And yeah. I hope the actions more like Marvel style with like exaggerated, if you know what I mean. Because like mm-hmm. you are like kicking guys across the screen. Like I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather it wasn't like realistic martial arts for that specifically. <laughs> I hope the cast goodwill, like I say, as the as the as the bad guys coming after you, seeing like Galzia, Galzia's goodwills, seeing just keep like, seeing, seeing the little clones getting punched all over. But uh, <laughs> you see that 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 would be an interesting one. But I don't know, like say, what games can you see? Like, and I, I know we've talked about Mario and stuff, but what games could you see coming that you wouldn't mind see seeing a version of? I'll start with Grant. Well, there's been a lot of rumours for the last couple of months that Prime have picked up the Fallout franchise. Right. Um, <clears throat> which could be interesting. It could not be interesting. Um, you know, Bethesda have done a lot of stuff since they picked up the Fallout franchise that has drastically changed um, kind of the universe and <clears throat> what have you that was built up in, well, not even the original two, the original three, because um, Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas both stay quite close to it. Um, but because you've got such a broad law going on, you know, you've got your established characters, uh, your established genuses, if you will, for all of these different things and what have you, and you've just got a wasteland to play with. Mm-hmm. So it's going to need the kind of writer that goes against what we were talking about with um, Last of Us, where they are going to have to create their own story because yeah. that's exactly what the Fallout games are. There's mm-hmm. so much choice involved. They're still finding stuff that's secret in Fallout 1 and 2 now by going through different specs and what have you. But the the background of the Capital Wasteland and the Nevada Wasteland and the California Wasteland would make for an incredible TV series mm-hmm. if they get the right writers. Cool. Um, it needs you know, to be funny as well. Like That's it, a, big, yeah. a big Fallout thing. Yeah, it does. It needs those um, those mental moments, like finding the TARDIS in the middle of the desert, and you know, <laughs> maybe not quite as severe as coming across the bridge from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which you get in Fallout <laughs> Two. But you know, th- there needs to be some ludicrousness about it, most definitely, because the Fallout games mm. have never taken themselves seriously. You've got aliens, and you've got you know guys with trees growing out of their heads that somehow walk from California to Washington and then plant themselves. Um, I'd, I'd love to see it. I've, they've got, um, I think it's Waylon Goggins mm-hmm. in to play one of the lead roles in it. Um, are we familiar with him? He's in Can't... Justified and he plays the um, the transsexual in 
Sons of Anarchy that ah, Tate Cook's up with right. in the last couple of seasons. Right. Um, he he's in there playing one of the lead roles, and I very much rate him as a he like a, an anti-hero and a villain. So mm-hmm. I think they've got a good formula there already. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that one. I think cool. Prime are throwing I, all the money at Lord of the Rings at the moment. So true. Like, so, yeah, I'd like see that's going to be the big budget one. Well, like see, I think they've spent everything on Lord of the Rings TV show. But uh, you mentioned as well that uh, before we went uh, live was about the Borderland as well is coming soon. Oh, uh, yeah. So you're, you're very excited about that. Well, it's one of my favourite game series. I love the imagery in it. Um, yeah, I spoke a little bit on the charity podcast about how one of my favourite authors has ended up tied into the Borderlands franchise. And so far, the casting looks amazing. They've got Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. to play uh, the, the Siren character. Kevin Hart, who is nondescript at the moment. I can't see him playing like a Roland kind of mercenary kind of character because mm-hmm. Kevin Hart's about three foot tall. <laughs> um, and then they've got Jack Black in to voice uh, Claptrap, who's like your, you know, bit like your menu screen. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, he gives you emissions and talks in your ear all the way through the games and what have you. So again, formula is there for mm-hmm. some amazing nerdy goodness. Yeah. It just depends on what they try and do. You know, that mm-hmm. did they run the risk of trying to just tell the story of a game? Yeah. In which case you get all of the gaming fandom split between either loving it or going, it's not like that in the game. <laughs> or do they go completely original, which mm-hmm. Borderlands did to great effect with the Telltale series. Mm-hmm. Um, the Telltale games are absolutely amazing. So mm-hmm. again, it, it, it depends on whose hands they put the storytelling in. Yeah. I think Ultimately. that one could have a very like Suicide Squad vibe, like the newer one, because it's like, it's got, it's like, it's like cell shaded, so it kind of looks like an old comic book anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they would need to do like very silly and like you know, like lots of color and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, sorry, Sarah has just said in the chat that Kevin Hart is Roland and Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis is it as well. Oh, that would be amazing. Tannis is a very, very interesting character, but I think they're going to have to inject Kevin Hart with quite a bit to make him the size of Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the Rock's just going to get a hold of him, pick him up by the neck and start injecting steroids into every place that he can find. Says he'd pancakes for the Rock diet or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Charlotte? What game would you like to see made into a movie then? Um... Well, I did really want to see Injustice, mm-hmm. but they did that, and it wasn't great. No, the, the comedy <laughs> wasn't great. I, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, I, I don't know. See, I'm not like a massive gamer, and I'm not sort of like many modern games, so I guess mine would be all like mm-hmm. throwback older games. No, that's fine. Like I say, if you've got any old one, like, even if it's an old <laughs> Mega Drive game that you like, say, go Earthworm Jim, go old school. <laughs> Earthworm Jim, I'd love seeing Earthworm Jim film. That would be great. But maybe he's um, uh, Rayman with the little floaty head. Ah, right. Been interesting. I saying that. I think live action or CGI? Like... Maybe he's a blend of both. <laughs> right. Probably more live action than CGI. Mm-hmm. But I just I think it could be a lot of fun, and I think that's what game films should be. They should be fun. fun. Yeah, because I think unless it's like a hard or a serious one, then it, 
as we've talked about, sometimes it kind of falls flat, but no. Rayman, that's a good shout. What about you, Jake? I know you'll have some nuggets of knowledge there. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it's it's been rumored for friggin' years. It's <laughs> it's on this it's on this Wikipedia article just as TBA Sony Pictures. But that would be really stupid for them to do. I'm not gonna believe it until I'm sat there watching the opening credits, basically. Mm. Um But if they do that and if they put in all the stupid stuff like clones of big boss, like <laughs> identical twin bad guy, you know, <laughs> like um, I would just love it. But the the need to go like full stupid with it, like they can't treat it like a serious action film. And if they mm-hmm. do that, they've already lost it. If one trailer comes out and it's like that, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't it already. Um, before I give my answer, I'll just throw it out in the chat as well. Which people, who would you, what games would you guys love to see? So if anyone wants to throw answers there, I'll actually, I'll read them out afterwards. But mine, again, I'm probably going very predictable, sorry. Um, I would love mm-hmm. to see an art. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Arkham, uh, Arkham uh, Asylum, Batman. I would love to see yeah. that version of Batman where he's in the asylum and he's locked in with the inmates. Um, I think that would be quite interesting because like I said, the game was groundbreaking as it is. It doesn't have to go over the top. But I would just love to see him walking around, interacting with all the rogue gallery and um, having to use, like as we saw with the new Batman film, using his detective skills to work out puzzles and try and like beat the bad guys when they've, they're kind of beating the system with them. So that would be mine seeing uh, Arkham, like not Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, the first one, come to life. So yeah, that's that would a very be good idea. So I know uh, Affleck uh, had the um, had the script where they were going to do an Arkham film, but that was the film that we didn't get, unfortunately. Oh, that's interesting. His bat suit did look a lot like the game because it was like sort of off color, dark gray, wasn't it, and stuff like that. He moved a lot like the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, he was built. He was built like a brick shit house, so he couldn't really move. Them. <laughs> it, it, it's like it, I've, I've, I've always felt that bat, like Batfleck. It's like they said, right, you're going to be Batman, and he just went and played the Arkham, like the Arkham Asylum in Arkham games and he was like right training done <laughs> so, like, um but goodwill has just said in the chat that metal gear solid has been confirmed mm-hmm, don't and believe it. oscar <laughs> isaacs oscar isaacs has been cast oscar okay he, he can has do been silly talking about this, he has been talking about this in the chat the entire podcast sorry <laughs> but yeah um okay i can see oscar isaac after seeing moon knight he's got enough silliness to react to mm-hmm. a psychic guy in a gas mask who's reading his save files <laughs> <laughs> um i'm trying to think of another one probably's not a movie but i wouldn't mind seeing god of war oh that'd be cool as a tv show not as a film though like because like, I know yeah. we've got a few extenders, but seeing seeing going after all the different gods and stuff, it'll be kind of up there with one that kind of I can't get away with, like Witcher, um, which is kind of like a I know it wasn't the game, it was the books and stuff that got turned into the game, but now we're getting the TV show. But mm. I think it would be missed if I didn't mention the Witcher as well. 
um, because Henry Carvel, even as a straight heterosexual man, I find absolutely sexy as fuck. Geralt of Rivia is sexy as fuck, even in the games, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, I would probably have trouble not licking, it, licking him if he stood next to us. Uh, let's get Des Superman and everything all in one. Like, So I'd probably get arrested for sexually assaulting uh, Superman. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one for your rap sheet, to be fair, mate. That's the one where you rock up in the yard at prison and everybody just stands back and goes, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not even attempted. You actually did it? Get the podcast on the map as well, for sure. <laughs> to be fair, though, if I ever want to get like celebrity guests, I've probably got... like. Been banned from getting Henry Carvile on the podcast ever now, so sorry guys. <laughs> but uh, in the chat, people are saying Sarah's saying Destiny. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, no, Destiny's terrible. <laughs> oh, she's gonna she'll kill you. She, I know how much she loves this game as well. So, um, I, I did enjoy it when it first came out, but I think it got too too much for me. Um, uh, Mass Effect, but to be fair, Mass Effect was pretty much like a movie in itself, anyway. Um, yes, I think when you asked this in the group on a topic, I said like I'd rather a TV show Mass Effect because it is basically like Star Trek. Um, mm. and I think it would work really fun as like a new planet every week type of thing. True, like but like Star Trek type thing. But mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. pretty much what it was based on. But uh, we've got the little kids in the group acting themselves. We've got Donna and uh, Goodwill saying Sun and Grand Theft Auto. Uh, <laughs> 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 yep, that'd work. <laughs> But didn't you say there was a game coming out? That's would be a good movie. Yeah, Spyro would be a good one. You say the dragon. How but, to train uh, your Spyro? How yeah. to train your Spyro? Oh, <laughs> but um, I think uh, you mentioned as well that actually making a horror survival game based on Park Lane, aren't they? Yes, somebody has made in forty-eight hours a quick survival horror game that's set in Park Lane bus station. <laughs> um, I will. T- I will find some time to stream it, but I did want to do it at night, obviously. Um, mm. I didn't want that to be like a daytime stream. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be fun. We can try and see if we can find any uh, noticeable landmarks. Is the Greggs there? Who knows? <laughs> but yes, I've got it on my PC and I've checked it to make sure it booted up at least. But as mm. I say, it's a, they did it for a, a charity game jam thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just a quick thing. But yeah, cool. That's interesting. Cool. But um, Sarah's mentioned one that I, I can't believe we haven't thought about Zelda. That that should have been made into a movie or some yeah, kind silent, of saga. silent protagonist, though. <laughs> That's where you <laughs> run into trouble. <laughs> but I, like say, as a game, Zelda has been like, like say, up there with one some of the best stories. So there's a lot of backstory and a lot of history there. So there's a lot that can take from yeah. it. They could do the Wind Waker one that was on the GameCube where you were like mm. traveling around the sea and it was like the apocalypse had already happened and flooded Hyrule. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing that, but I think they would have to do it like animation for that game specifically. But I don't know, Link's weird. Like they've kind of, he doesn't talk. <laughs> so it's a, you're, you're kind of stuck in a hard place. Like, like, do you remember that cartoon from like the 80s where he was like, excuse me, princess? And they made him just like a massive dickhead. <laughs> but, uh, I'm trying to think as well because I know the word, I'm trying to remember the name because it was, uh, they did do it because it's like got all the lore and stuff, but they brought out a movie that was just 90% CGI and it was expected to be the biggest 
game, uh, well, b- biggest movie ever, like that's been transitioned from games. Was it Warhammer? It wasn't Warhammer, was it? Warcraft. Warcraft. Warcraft, yeah. Warcraft. Yeah. 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 I remember watching that and thinking, this could be interesting, but it just never quite hit. It had orcs and monsters and stuff. It what so wanted to be Lord of the Rings, just never quite got to that level because I had someone um, like, uh, what's he called? Ben Thingy? He played Archangel in X Men. He played a uh, Merlin or something, and it Foster. was just Ben Foster. That was it. Ben but yeah, Foster? yeah, yeah. Like that, that film was just all I over like, the place. I always got the feeling with Warcraft that they were a bit scared to really go into it because of mm-hmm. the fan base. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they're it, a scary. It's one fan of those. Base. Yeah, it's one of those where if you get it wrong, the fan base will come for you. Mm-hmm. And they sort of they had the rights to do the movie, and they went too sure how to handle it so they just sort of went a bit safe with it mm-hmm. rather than just going going Del- for it like like delving into it properly because mm-hmm. they spent money on it as well because like say when you look at it, it, it a lot of probably had one of the biggest budgets for that, that type of film that was made in a long time so again just a little bit of a, a disappointment shall we say that like especially when you've got all the backstory and all the lore that they can use and they kind of just missed the mark but yes so um what i was going to do just to wrap up have you, is any honorable mentions that you haven't that is had locked away that you want to throw in there i can't no, I think it's... all the way through here without saying anything about final fantasy oh what oh, oh was that spirits within yeah, hmm. uh, there's dozens of them isn't there <laughs> well the one the only one that came out in our cinema is spirits within and that was a weird CGI like aliens rip. Well, there was a lot of fire and machine guns around, which isn't what you would think. Space Marines. Um, but that tanked real hard. That nearly destroyed Sony Pictures, I think, or at least yeah. one studio. <laughs> Bloody hell. It was the first ever, like, not like Disney or live action that was made purely out of CG- CGI, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And that was like supposed to be yeah, groundbreaking. I think, so. I think visually it's beautiful stunning but I, I don't know have a clue what's going on when i watch the film that's just what the games are like mate like the, <laughs> the stories don't make any sense um but yeah they made it right they made the anime like cg final fantasy 7 movie that everyone wanted so they did something afterwards for the fans <laughs> cool. but no i can't specifically think of any that i've liked or I mean, there's a few animated ones with Miss like Angry Birds and like Ratchet and Clank and stuff, but I think those are like made for kids for the most part. It's like to pretend Assassin's that would. I don't. I, Assassin's Creed that that just didn't happen. Oh my god! Totally <laughs> forgot about that. The, the thing. So for me, for Assassin's Creed, they got the past, the bit in like the past, right? Yeah. It was the bits that like weren't in the past that they got wrong. Yeah. I, Which is I, the parts people are most interested in from the games? Yeah. Usually, the worst thing is, so they got the they got the, they, they got the casting perfect for it as well. They couldn't mm-hmm. have picked a better I'd, person I'd, for the cast. I'd love to see a TV series of Assassin's Creed with the same cast. Mm-hmm. I think they could flesh it out a bit more. They yeah. have more time to like structure it properly because it, mm. it it is a conf- it has got the confusing thing to adapt yeah. in like two hours. Well, um. The, that was like it was like the Middle East one, wasn't it? Technically, mm. uh, I can't remember what that character's called, but 
Everyone knows that Ezio. Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, everyone knows Ezio Aldatore is the the one everybody likes, and that's like the one that's set in like Italy and stuff. So mm-hmm. they can have another chance at it because it, it's a total recast, like every game, pretty much. Yeah, they could have another go um, and actually make a fun story. But mm. yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with that. <laughs> I know um, it's not out over here yet, but if you can find it on the local streamings as well, the the Halo TV show. I've heard very good things about. It. I've not watched it myself, yeah. but I've heard it's very well done and it's close to the actual game as well so that's going to be one i am going to check out hopefully in the next few weeks uh probably as a binge watch but i've heard good things about halo hopefully not too close because the halo law makes no sense as well (laughs) (laughs) so if they can if they can make sense out of it then they deserve some kind of emmy or something (laughs) to be fair though with with halo was just basically uh what's it called starship troopers just with someone with a mask (laughs) That was always the game that reminded us of it. But yeah. Like, yeah. Martin. Martin has just mentioned Watch Dogs and Kev has just mentioned Dead Space. Dead Space would be too scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scary yeah, you were game. Talking about, you were talking about Cronenberg's last uh, on the cult podcast and that, 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 that spaceship's full of Cronenberg's. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' horrifying. But yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it'd be quite scary. But yeah, um, thanks. We'll wrap up there. So thank you so much, guys, for coming on, giving us your Saturday night. Thank you for hosting with me, Charlotte. You've been an absolute star. Uh, who needs Sammy? Mm-hmm. Bye, Sammy. You've been sacked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she'll be sitting there swearing her head off at us now. Actually, this is no, where the this is where the new world order starts. <laughs> <laughs> we have these amazing t-shirts, guys. <laughs> Sorry, no, uh, sorry, yeah, I've been missed, bless you. Like, say, we haven't went off on tangent that much and you haven't talked about who died yet. So, yes, uh, the the conversation hasn't went down that way. But thank you, Jake. Thank you, uh, Grant, for both joining us as well. Um, Hope you've had had a blast. Um, Can I just say a quick few pluggy things? Um, Go for it. Just want to say thanks to everyone who's followed the Twitch uh, channel because we have like we're about fifty eight followers now, which is amazing for the time we've been doing it, and uh, we're flying our way towards affiliate, which means we might be able to start making a little bit of money to put back into the podcast to keep the lights on around here, as they say. <laughs> um, so thanks for everyone who's like joined in and just like hung out or followed. You're all amazing. Um, I just want to plug as well one of our group members. Uh, Laura, who streams under the sliding sloop, is streaming right now a charity stream for St. Oswald's Hospice. Um, when I left to come on the podcast, she was already at a 200% of the goal at like £300, which is amazing. Um, it's going on till midnight, and she set the challenge that she can't swear. She's normally a bit of a sweary streamer. Um, if she does mess up and swear, she has to eat a food she doesn't like, and she's playing games that are sort of designed to frustrate <laughs> so <laughs> if anyone wants to hang out some more i'll be popping back in there because it's on till midnight but yeah it's a good cause as well uh, the link for the 
charities in the group, the Nerdy cool. Up North community group. <laughs> the Nerdy Up North community, yes. Uh, plug Charlotte's Boot Club as well. I know uh, she's trying to take effect and uh, boss that as well. So if you if you want to see photos of her feet, there might be photos there, there might not, but see Kev. Uh, hashtag Charlotte's Feet, we had to get that in there. Uh, <laughs> also next week, uh, we are joined by Jake is coming back and Kev, I believe, is joining us. Uh, the, the smooth Mac Daddy himself, where we're doing uh, top five monsters in movies. So um, you'll see uh, what interesting picks come from that. Um, so, yes, uh, and we are doing a, a live, um, I don't know how to prevent it. It's like a panel in uh, in June. So we're doing uh, it's SunnyCon, like we mentioned at the start, with Donny's, with Donna's running. So it's going to be Team 80s versus Team 90s. So Jake and Charlotte will be talking shit about uh, shit movies in the 90s. And I'll be talking uh, about the genius uh, and that amazing films that changed the world in the 80s. So uh, <laughs> so get, get your tickets in. So yes. But yeah, thank you everyone. And uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Bye. Bye.